no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're not keeping any of that. But we'll, we'll, we'll cut. All right, we'll just cut in like right here. technology in our brains. <laughs> All right, Merry Christmas everybody. We're uh, uh here with Sean, my my brother today. Yay. That's me. And then also uh for the first time ever we have Vince who we do not have a camera or microphone on, but I do encourage to chime in. Woohoo! Yeah. Vince Vince he is he really is so we'll have uh we'll have Vince uh controlling Google and YouTube and other things whenever we need it uh in the background so that's that's great who's Vince he's he's right there where can you hear me (laughs) he's right there I'm floating above your head Sean it's just the two of us here (laughs) okay (laughs) I don't like it (laughs) you don't want me to come and gaslight you on your own podcast (laughs) I don't like the bit <laughs> what are you been up to today? Uh, I went to Trader Joe's today. Cool. Do you know what a Kringle is? <laughs> no, go on. It's it's so like a crispy Pringle. That well, they're kind of crispy already, right? But no, this is Kringle with a K, I think. Mm-hmm. But it's like a, a large, round pastry, like an oval. Uh huh. And like last year, I got one that was pumpkin flavored. The one, yeah, like Vince that? has got it up. <laughs> yeah, let's go. Yeah, oh, yeah, Kringle. Just, uh, just full screen that that window for us. Yeah. Or, okay. Yeah. See, but they sell them at Trader Joe's, and last Whoa. year, yeah, look at that. That's pretty. No, cool. that's the one I got. Yeah, pumpkin. Nice. And it's 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 really good. Wait, so is it? It's a pastry. Yes, but it's like this big. Oh shit! You yeah. ate, you ate all that? No, 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 no. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I I ate some of it last year, and then when I went to Trader Joe's today, I saw that they had them because it's the holidays. Oh, that's sweet. They didn't have the pumpkin one though. They had an almond. I don't think I went to a Trader Joe's for the first time until a few years ago. I don't think we ever went there as kids. I went there when I was a kid. Where was there one in South Phoenix? There wasn't. It was the one in Tempe. I don't remember that. Mom, <laughs> okay, you're just pulling up Trader <laughs> That's my guy. That Joe? Joe, baby. That's Joe? Um, no, mom used to take me there. Yeah. There's a not a podcast appropriate story about me going there when I was a kid. Oh, was it the, the incident happening? No, that's like the most podcast appropriate. Alle- allegedly. <laughs> I was not there for this mentally because I was a kid. Right. But there was a bathroom accident that happened in line at the Trader Joe's. Mm-hmm. Who's to say if it was me <laughs> or mom pinning it on me? Uh, but they they let me back in. I don't think they recognize me anymore. I think I was probably I think I was probably on a list. You look dramatically different. I look dramatically different. <laughs> it's all the work I've had done. I remember going to the Kmart next to the house. Yeah, Kmart is like Target from hell. Like, <laughs> yeah, because aesthetically it has all the things Target has, but it feels like 
if, if you were supposed to install everything in there with four screws, they only had three. <laughs> yeah, it's like whatever virus Walmart has, it's like it got, you know how in the 90s, <laughs> we, we gotta cut that out we can't do that alright fine <laughs> come on man you said this podcast is on the bleeding edge <laughs> no 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 no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we're not keeping any of that. Okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll cut. <laughs> All right, we'll just cut in like right here. <laughs> anyway, yeah, going to uh, going to Kmart. Uh, yeah, we were talking about Kmart. It's like Walmart impregnated Target. Yeah, pretty much. The baby they had was Kmart. So you working on anything? <laughs> Uh, multiple things. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to get the YouTube channel going. It's been kind of stagnant this year. Well, yeah. So you're, you're a, you're a multi hyphenate. You're a musician. Bless you. And a, uh, a video essayist. Vince got it. Uh, yeah, I do a number of things. Uh, I, YouTube specifically, I talk about books and movies and whatever I feel like basically. Um, but the is, do you need that for anything? No. Oh, okay. Um, the it's my job. <laughs> it's my job to know if things should be plugged in. My <laughs> subscriber count is largely because I've talked a lot about Haruki Murakami on the channel, who's an author that I like. Yeah. But I like less now, and so I'm making a video about. Did he do something? It's oh it's, no, not necessarily. He's uh. The gist of it is that I got into him as like a, kind of a way to start reading a bunch. Like I read a bunch as a kid and then took a break in high school and college. And then when I got out of college, I was like, I need my brain to stay smart. And so I started reading again and someone loaned me one of his books and I read it and I was like, wow, this is crazy. And so I kept reading him and it, it kind of got me back into the groove with reading, but now that I've read so many other books and I look back on his, I'm like, this isn't like, you know, it's, it's, it's good still, but there's just like so much other stuff to read. And I feel sort of like tied to him on YouTube because like the videos I make about him get more views than anything else. And I feel like that's where my subscribers come from. And so the video Who cares, just do what you want. Though. That's what I'm saying. Like okay. the, the video I'm making is me basically saying like, sayonara i'm gonna make other stuff now yeah youtube like youtube incentivizes people to do the same thing over and over again because yeah you know if it notices that somebody likes something they want that person to be able to click on the channel and then get as many (laughs) pieces of that candy as they you know possibly can yeah but i think that's like a good way to just be really bored as the person mate what <laughs> so i'm just thinking about the kmart thing from earlier. <laughs> it was i i don't think i could include you can't you shouldn't anyway uh yeah can you make that just full screen though yeah, yeah give my gmail off of there <laughs> thank you
No, I I agree. I think on YouTube it is often the case that like the algorithm wants you to make the same thing over and over again. But I don't want to do that. Yeah, I want to make interesting things that I want to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you've been you've been enjoying video editing more lately. Yeah, it's been good. Um, I want to upgrade. I've been doing everything in iMovie, the pinnacle of software on my computer. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I'm going to move over to Adobe. Shout out Adobe. Uh, that's what we're recording this on. Yeah. Allegedly. I had to download a free trial. <laughs> the budget has decreased for the podcast. Uh, but yeah, no, I want to, I don't know. I want to do like bigger, more interesting editing and yeah, that type of thing. Um, and also too, I like, I want, I want the channel to not just be like video essays about books. Like I want to talk about concepts. Well, I, I've shown you that one guy man carrying thing, right? Yeah. That guy started as a booktube channel and now he's like a deranged person. Yeah, <laughs> no, like, it's really great. funny sketches. I, I like his stuff a lot. His channel is funny because I was scrolling through his back catalog and I found him talking about a book, but so many of his current comedy sketches are so rooted in irony yeah that when i saw him like talking about something like legit, sincerely i was like waiting i was like where's the joke yeah and then i realized yeah. like oh he just really likes dune <laughs> yeah no and I, I i like that he can kind of do the sketch thing and then like also like do thoughtful confident yeah um which is that's like that's why i like jakey too because like yeah. He is clearly passionate and like intelligent about stuff, but can also just like be a dumbass, and it's, it's the perfect mixture. Yeah. Are you hungry? <laughs> no, I ate a whole sandwich before this. All right, more for me. <laughs> you bring a little kid. No. Good choice. Good choice of chocolate. Doing ASMR. Yeah. No. Ooh. You bring candies. You like Lindor? What is it? Lindor truffle. It's top tier. You want one? Yeah. It's top tier. You want one? Yeah, what do you got? It's platinum. We got options. We got <laughs> sea salt. How many pockets you got there? Oh, or coconut. I, let's go sea salt. All right, there you go. Yeah. Thank you, man. No, just keep it. <laughs> <laughs> you ever had one of these? Maybe. I, I must warn you. It's liquid in the inside. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> you did that on camera? <laughs> <laughs> that was so good. Very good. I'll just cut to you watching me. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah, pull up the Lindor. We're there. There we go. Yeah. I don't think I've ever have a co- had a coconut one before. It's pretty good, right? You don't have a coconut one. No, it is good. It is good, but I do like the other ones. But that one was good. He needs a sea salt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what, I, that's what I meant to say, actually. Oh, yeah. You got, like, a hot dog in there? Not yet. <laughs> um... I prepared some games for us to play. Let's do it. Yeah, all right. I have one game that you don't like already. <laughs> <laughs> so here, don't look at the monitor quite yet. But but Vince, can you go to the slideshow and then just start it for, for me? All right, so this is the game. Why <laughs> did you break my arm? You really want to get into this? Yeah. Demolish you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So why'd you break my arm? 
We were younger, Vince. <laughs> Zane. Yeah. Like an asshole. Well, don't, don't, this is, you, you can't talk that way. Like, like the words I was saying are that way. Like directionally. Directionally. These are bad microphones. <laughs> this guy. Yeah, let's hear your side of the story. This guy was riding his bike mm-hmm. while I was playing basketball on the basketball court. Mm-hmm. And I asked him. Can you speak up? I asked him. Not that close. Not to ride the bicycle. No, this is all 100% yeah, true. No, keep going. I'm just, let's hear it. <laughs> I asked him not to ride the bicycle on the court. Yeah. You continued to ride the basketball, ride the oh. bicycle on the court. Mm-hmm. Do you agree? No, let's just keep hearing what no, you No, no, do you agree that this happened? Mm-hmm. You'll tell your story and I'll tell mine. (laughs) (laughs) You continued to ride the bike on the basketball court. And so I, Mm -hmm. fully within my rights, as a basketball player, (laughs) threw the basketball at you while you were riding your bike. And this is as you were riding away. Mm -hmm. Now there's there's a timeline here that happens. (laughs) Yeah. The basketball, it doesn't even hit you. It hits your wheel, right? Yeah. And you proceed for 10 whole seconds before you break your arm. And I think this is on purpose on your part. You go, oh, and you start you start wobbling on the bike. I need to be clear. 10 whole seconds. Okay. Went by yeah. before you go down. Right. You do happen to break your arm when you fall <laughs> off the bike. Yeah. But whose fault is that, really? So, all right. Yeah. Very brave. Brave? Yeah. You admitted after to being, breaking after his arm. <laughs> after being accosted on live television? <laughs> all right, so here's my side of the story. March 7th, 2007, 2 p.m., as I remember it. Why? Because Super Smash Bros. Brawl... Is he going to kill me? (laughs) I would just put your arms back in your dick. All right, so I was a sixth grader. Smash Bros. was about to come out in like three days. The release date was pushed four times. Irrelevant. I was going on the Smash Dojo every single morning. I've never looked forward to something more in my life. And I'm having a Sunday. The baseball season is starting the following weekend. I'm supposed to be out there going, wow. You hated baseball. But it was getting me out of karate. (laughs) (laughs) You hated all physical movement. I liked baseball, just not the other ones. All right. So I'm riding my my bike, my mongoose. (laughs) And I do cut through the basketball court. Okay, cut through. You were doing circles. <laughs> that sounds fake, but... No. So You were riding in fucking circles on the basketball court. So what I would do is, we have like a two-acre backyard, so that's important context. The basketball court is like at the one-acre point. So there's a lot of land before and after the, the, the court. So I would, you know, ride my bike around. And keep in mind... No, no, no. You had your time. No, you no, had your time. No, 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 no. You need to understand the geography... Of our backyard. Because the basketball court, what it is attached to is our dad's sculpture studio. Uh, 
which means you were already making an unsafe choice riding your bicycle through the shop with lots of sharp metal and this tools. Whole, this whole, hey, this whole segment was going to lead to me saying it wasn't your fault. Just let me get through my story. Just shut up. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like riding my bike like around the yard and then I cut through the basketball court and you... <laughs> You threw the ball at my back tire uh-huh. and it like ricocheted off. Now this was like about like the millionth time he's done this. <laughs> so like basically for like a week straight, I was like riding my bike through there and then you would throw your, your, your ball at my tire. So you're saying that you continued behavior. Yeah. Yeah. I did it like every day for a while. Uh-huh. Now, I don't remember you ever saying, don't do that. I do remember you throwing the ball at me, which was kind of like the same thing, basically. No, 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 no. There well, was... no, I mean, I'm giving you benefit. I'm, I'm, I'm saying you're right, because I don't remember your words, but I do remember your actions. <laughs> I thought you had perfect memory. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, basically, like, what was really impressive is when you would throw the basketball at me, nothing bad ever happened. Like, ever. Like, I was always perfectly fine. But in my mind, I would think, like, well, he ain't ought to do that. So, one of these days, I was like, let's teach him a lesson about, you know, you know, like an arrest development. He's like, that's why, you know. So, yeah. I, that's a large commitment on your part to break a bone in order to teach me a lesson. Well, what, what I wanted to do is I just wanted to <laughs> swerve a little bit because I wanted to scare you and I wanted you so to. So, you admit it. Yeah, that's what this whole thing is. <laughs> I've admitted it so many times. He's acting like this is the first time I've said it was. This my is fault. the first time. This is the way I tell the story. <laughs> no, 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 no. So I, I, you know, I, I swerved, being like, oh, let's make him feel bad. Let's guilt him, and then like pretty immediately. I don't think ten seconds. I think like three seconds later. I was like, oh, I'm actually swerving now. <laughs> like, I was like, I can't get back on course. Because, like, once you're doing this, it's hard to just go back into pedaling straight. And then I, like, did a front flip off the handlebars, and my bone snapped. <laughs> and I heard it, too. No, I didn't hear it. Your words... Uh... I feel like every time we've talked about this, though, like, we know it was my fault. No. Yeah. You've never presented it this, this way. This is the way I always tell this story. No. Yeah. No. I always say I was fake swerving. Nope. That's how you know. No, I knew it because I was there. <laughs> <laughs> this is the... F- you are gaslighting me right now. I feel like you're gaslighting me. I, this, is, I, this is the exact way I tell it. Every time. You don't want to do a Mad Lib, but you want to bring up childhood trauma? Well, yeah, actually, uh, so let's get into the real game. This was just supposed to be a quick joke. All right. How well do you know me? All right, so first slide. All right, so let's guess each other's favorite movie. What's, hmm. I know yours. Is yours? I know your top three. Hmm. Lately, I feel like it's heat for you. Heat? I don't... Well, okay. The The podcasting realm has been oversaturated with heat content. I'm not the... I, there's plenty of other podcast content to talk about heat. But heat is great. You need to watch heat. And then we'll talk about heat. 
but that's not my favorite movie. It's a great movie. I know you love Blade Runner. Which one? 2049. Is that your favorite movie? No, but it's pretty good. What's your favorite movie? I don't know what it is. It's so hard to pick. Let's just, I'm going to pull up my letterbox. Because <laughs> I, I don't know, like, yours doesn't stay the same forever, you know? Like, I'm sure you see new movies and it adjusts over time. Well, uh, what's mine? Yours is 20th Century Women. Yeah, it's my current favorite movie. It's been that way for a while. All right. Your other two are Interstellar and Her. Flip those, but yeah. Okay. All right. So, <clears throat> in my top four on Letterboxd at the moment, it is Children of Men. Oh, wow. Lost in Translation. Oh. Big Fish. Oh. And Brazil. I've seen Big Fish. You haven't seen any of the other ones? I saw Lost in Translation in high school, and I thought I was going to like it, but I was really bored. Oh. We'll watch it again as an I, adult. I've never seen... Well, yeah. you never seen Brazil? No. you got to watch Brazil. <laughs> it's so good. I Have you seen any Terry Gilliam movies? I don't think so. He did. He's done Brazil. He did um, some of the Monty Python ones because he's a Monty Python guy. Like that's where he started. Oh, what? Yeah, he's one of the. Wait, Monty isn't Brazil like a really like violent, like crazy movie? No. Oh, what's Brazil? It's actually a place. <laughs> it's a place. <laughs> it's a place. It's set in Rio de Janeiro. Um, no, Bra- Brazil. I think I'm getting it confused with like Apocalypto or something. Yeah. Are you just thinking of Apocalypto? I think I'm just thinking of movies that like mom liked and I, they're just all the same in my head. I don't think mom liked Brazil. Really? I guess I have no idea what Brazil is. You pull Brazil? Sure. Um. Make, make sure you put it in movie so it doesn't just show us like a forest fire. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. This is Brazil. This is Brazil. What is this? Brazil. Yeah. Click on one of those crazy pictures for me. Brazil is an '80s movie. Yucky. I'm not sure what year. This seems like exactly like what I never want to watch. Okay. Don't Bo- body. Don't, uh... don't, don't let a few screenshots dissuade you from this movie. This is like it's, this is like exactly nightmare fuel for me. It will be nightmare fuel for you, because because you have like a specific aesthetic that you don't like. This. Yeah, but it's awesome. <laughs> um, Ugh. Brazil. Okay, you know the 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 book 1984, right? Yeah, I pretended to read that once. A- oppressive government people listening mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. brazil is like 1984 <clears throat> if the government was like really inept <laughs> that's fun so, so it's silly that's like now <laughs> yeah so it's like it's like it's this dystopian very gray like brutal society mm. and jonathan price's character works at like the government offices and one of the first scenes of the movie is like him sitting at his desk and don't do that, don't do that. okay the desk the desk goes into the wall right yeah. like it's jutting out of the wall and he's like trying to sit there and type and someone on the other side in another office just starts tugging the desk through the wall then they're sitting there having like a, a tugging match but you only see him right like, pulling the so it's like it's that it's like it's it's like silly it's silly Robert okay. De Niro is in this movie oh. in like a bit part I always thought this was like a super serious like movie about like war no no oh. at all Think I'm just... That's what Children of Men is. Okay, I think those are the same movie in my head. <laughs> children, yeah, no, Children of Men is very serious. There's some funny moments in Children of Men, yeah. but that's about it. Yeah, been, okay. 
Okay, good. Okay, so well, children. Well, no, but what were you going to guess for my favorite movies? But, honestly, I will. Just Blade Runner? I was putting this game together because I was like, I don't know him. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm kidding. We're like, we're like best friends. But like when it comes to like your favorites, I don't really. The thing about you is people associate me with like liking things like movies and music, but I'm kind of a fraud because almost everything I know is because of you. Like he's kind of the puppet master of my taste. <laughs> so like when I, when I think about it, I was like, I don't actually know what your favorites of things are. Well, those are some of them. Also too, I, as a principal think that like ranking things is a marketing exercise and not a real activity. Yeah. Like, that's why I like Letterboxd, because it's not saying one, two, three, four, right? It's just saying these are some movies that I like. Yeah. I mean, what I've found is most of the time, and I, I guess I'm just going to have to show my hand before I do it in this game, but a lot of times when I ask people what their favorite is and yeah. they say, I don't know, I like, I get kind of annoyed. Yeah. Because I'm just like, well, just get, give me something, you know? And so usually I'll just, my follow-up question is like, okay, well, what's something you really like a lot and you always come back to it? And then they have an answer instantly. And I'm like, yeah, okay, yeah. that's all I was looking for, man. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, if, if that's the criteria, because there's some movies that I love and I've only seen a couple times because I don't yeah. know if you're this way, but like with songs, right? Like you can listen to them over and over again, but eventually they get old and then you stop listening to them and then you kind of rediscover them later. There are some movies where I'm like, that was so perfect that I don't like want to watch it again anytime soon. Yeah. Um, like, but there's movies that I watch over and over again just like for comfort. Yeah. Like, have you seen The Wind Rises? Oh, the Miyazaki one. Yeah, the Ghibli movie. Yeah. I, ironically, that is one of my. It's not because it's not good, but that actually is one of my least favorite Miyazakis. Yeah. Um, mostly just because the subject matter is so sad, but like visually, it's it's one of the most beautiful. It's so yeah. it's so nice. Looking. There's there's I don't know there's I I listen to a lot of depressing music and so I also gravitate towards some kind of like down movies and mm -hmm. there's something like comforting about existing in that like media sadness a little bit and also too like sometimes you just you discover something during a certain part of your <clears throat> life and then that's is no, that, you're, you're good you're good uh, is it working yeah we're hello say something uh, yeah we should be good okay um, but anyway, yeah, sometimes you just, like, you gravitate onto something, or you latch onto something during a certain part of your life, and then, like, watching that or listening to it will kind of, like, harken you back to those days in a way. Um, but yeah, I've seen that movie a million times. Um, Big Fish I saw a bunch when I was a kid, so that's why I like that That was in my top five forever. Yeah. Big Fish is so... Because I'm not really a big Tim Burton guy. Like, I totally get why that yeah. aesthetic becomes, like, some people's whole, you know, personality. Because it is very cool. Just never been super my thing. Yeah. Big Fish is an incredible movie, though. And I think it's, like, a Tim Burton movie that doesn't even feel like Tim Burton. Yeah, well... Like, there's some essences, but it's kind of just a normal... It doesn't have any of the, like, gothic overtones. That's what I mean. Is, is it's fantastical, but yeah. it's more, like... If Tim Burton is a minor scale, like, this is him in major, you know what I mean? That's a very good way to put it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's very good. Here, let's hit the next slide, Vince. All right, favorite band. What is your favorite band? Well, we're doing each other, so, uh, yeah, you can go first if you want. Well, you just listen to your friend's music. Well, don't... 
Just come on, we're playing a game here. <laughs> <laughs> don't attack me. Uh, what is your well, Red Hot Chili Peppers? Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. You is yours Pearl Jam? It changes, but I think Pearl Jam is like the one that I know pretty much their whole catalog, like backwards and forwards. But I, I love Chili Peppers too. It's like embarrassing to admit that you like the Chili Peppers in twenty twenty two a little bit. No, I, I no, and I I unabashedly do like them. I reject people like making them the new Nickelback. It makes no sense to well, me. Well, no, yeah, that doesn't make sense. I was talking to our lovely aunt Jordan, yeah, and I brought up that I like Chili Peppers, and she was like, "Ew, why?" And I was like, because they're like some of the best musicians on earth. And she's like, no, they're not. I was like, you don't even listen to them. Why would you even know that? Yeah, it was she, no. <laughs> but, yeah, just, no. Just kidding, I love you, Jordan. <laughs> you know a lot. She does know a lot. She's yeah, yeah. Great lady. Uh, but, yeah, Pearl Jam, I, I, I know a lot about. But it's also like when I think of like my favorite bands, like now versus mm-hmm. when I was a kid. They're very different. Like, I'm listening to new stuff constantly. Yeah, I think when you're younger, it's easier to have very concrete uh, favorites lists because you're kind of making it, like, who you are. And now as an adult, it's kind of like my favorite things in general change almost with the year or even the season. Yeah. But if I have to stop in a moment of time and think of everything I've experienced and what feels like the ultimate thing, you know? Like, I, I always come back to chili peppers and white stripes but you know like these days yeah like fear of making out uh the arizona band like they're so good like you, you like breakup shoes too right breakup shoes are great they are playing a show yeah on new year's oh cool with some of my friends are also playing there oh which which uh friends uh i have some friends that are in a band called wallace hound oh yeah you just did a cover huh yeah i did do a cover of their song yeah um where, but yeah they where, 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 where can you listen to that you can listen to that on Bandcamp. All right. <laughs> uh, but anyway, yeah, there's like a crazy lineup happening on New Year's Eve. Uh, Actually, never mind, Vince. I'm like, I'm like how, will he, well, how, how, how? <laughs> I was like, how will he find that? Let me, no, let me, let me pull up the lineup because it is wild. The, the New Year's Eve show? Yeah. As far as like local bands go, um, I think it's happening at Crescent Ballroom. Speaking of which, uh, Zona Festival was great. Yeah, okay. This is the lineup. And I, I don't know all of these, but Wallace Hound, Diva Bleach, Spicy Mayo, Okinawa Plane Crash, Boss Frog, Veronica Everhart, who I really like, Sydney Sprague. Oh, great. We both really like, Breakup Shoes, and Playboy Man Baby. Oh, sweet. It's all on the same night. That's yeah, fucking, that's great. It's fucking crazy. That's a good show. Shout out Diva Bleach. Oh, oh nice. really? Yeah. Oh, cool. I may have may have seen them before. I hmm. don't remember. They were at Zona Fest. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I so I feel like a lot of the bands I got into when I was younger were like stuff that you and mom would listen to a lot, like Chili Peppers and Arctic Monkeys and Beck. Yeah. But there, I think the two bands that you really liked that I never put as much time into were Pearl Jam, who I would listen to a little bit, but then the one band that I still to this day have like basically never listened to is Wilco. Well, I think it's just because, I don't know, Wilco and Pearl Jam are both like dad rock right. bands, and I feel like, much like how you have gotten some music from me, I got a lot of music from dad. Mm. Dad doesn't really like either of those bands, but the type of stuff that he likes that then I liked, I think maybe like 
you know, put me in that universe of that type of thing. Okay. And also, too, like, I mean, I, I play guitar. I know you can play guitar a little bit. Yeah, not really. My calluses are gone. Sure. Yeah, <laughs> no, I got the... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but as, like, a guitar player, both of those bands are really impressive. Okay. Because Mike McCready from Pearl Jam, even though, like, like if someone asks me, like, who my guitar influences are, it's going to be Frusciante and then Kurt from Meat Puppets. Mm-hmm. But, like, Mike McCready if I think about it a little bit, has also really influenced me. That's the Wilco guy? No, that's the Pearl Jam guy. Oh. Okay. And then with Wilco, they have this guy named Nels Klein, who is just insane. Um, and, like, if you really want me to show you how to like those bands, I will make a little playlist for you. Okay, yeah. Is, like, which Wilco album would you listen to first? Sky Blue Sky, which is a, which is a hot take amongst Wilco fans. Huh, okay. Yeah. What about Pearl Jam? Um... The thing about Pearl Jam is that like they kind of sound different on every album. Yeah, I love when bands are like that. Maybe not like dramatically different. Like it's not like Arctic Monkeys doing Tranquility Bass. I was gonna bring them up next, actually, but yeah. yeah. But no, I would go listen to Verses. Okay. Which is their second album. Their first album is probably the most iconic. It's the one that has like Jeremy and Evenflow and all this other stuff on it. But it's also it's like a little time capsule of like. Like, you know when you're on the internet and you see people making fun of Eddie Vedder and it's the same meme over and over again? Yeah, yeah, They're yeah. referring to, like... 19, that album? Yeah, they're referring to, like, 1991 right. Eddie Vedder. Everything <laughs> past that is, like... A lot. Not that. Elijah always says Eddie Vedder invented mumble rap. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's like, it's just like, it's it's the laziest joke. It's like the equivalent yeah. of being like, oh, you like Red Hot Chili Peppers? All their songs They're are about, about California. California. Which yeah. is like not even a little true. I mean, they mention California a number of they times. They do, but also Michigan. Yes, <laughs> once. And also doing heroin. So, like, they're kind <laughs> Jesus of... Jesus <laughs> Christ. I'm just saying, they talk about <laughs> a lot of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> they, they talk about a lot of different things. <laughs> they, they do. Yeah, indeed. yeah. Well, uh, I feel like Anthony Kiedis doesn't even know what his lyrics are about. He's just kind of saying stuff, and it's delightful. Sometimes, yeah. Well, I remember when Stadium Arcadium came out, they did this little like interview series you know, that we had on iTunes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I remember uh, there's like a couch interview with Flea and Anthony, and Flea's like, so like, what were you talking about <laughs> on Warlocks or whatever? And Anthony's like, you know, when I was singing about like cheetahs and stuff like that. <laughs> He was like, this is kind of what I was thinking on. And Flea was like, okay, yeah. <laughs> it seems like they had no yeah. kind of unified knowledge of like what the song even was. But I like that. I'm, I'm saying that as a good I think thing. it has diminishing returns. That no. album? No, no, no. no. I think, I think that album. style. Oh, like... Like, just saying nonsense. Yeah. Because, like, okay, you have you, have you listened to the new albums by them? Uh, yeah, I've listened to Unlimited Love a bit, and then Return of the Dream Canteen, I've only listened to once. I think that's the better one of the two. The, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Vince is a big Chili Peppers guy. Yeah. I think this new album was better than, like, almost, like, the last two. Oh, for sure. I think for Shantae coming back, for me, and I'm kind of biased because, like, like, like you said, I love for Shantae. I he's, think the, it, he's the GOAT. Yeah, it, like, it really helps. But also, like, I did hear about this new album. They do make the song first, or, like, make everything, and then Anthony listens to it and then puts in his own, That's, like, you know, then makes the lyrics for it. Yeah. Like, okay, but that makes sense when you hear so all you, of the Chosen Ever songs. So you've listened to both the new albums? Yeah. So which one do you like? The 
The dream canteen? Dream yeah, canteen? It's, it's sick. It's just trippier. Yeah. It's, it's, it's trippier. It's old chili peppery kind of. They, right. at the same time. They, yeah. they put like the more experimental stuff on that album. Because allegedly they recorded both of them at the same time. And then yeah, sort of like. With Rick Rubin. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, the, the newer mm. one has like crazier stuff on it. Yeah. Uh, and like it's them taking risks. Like there's some electronic drums on some of it. Like some of it doesn't work at all, but some of it is really yeah. good. But I do think like just like. It's not that making nonsense lyrics is a bad thing to do. It's just that, like, sometimes it just doesn't hit because there's not substance behind it. Like, there's uh, one of the best songs on Dream Canteen is called. Oh, I can't even think of it. Hold on. I'm going to have to look. Um, it's like, it's one of the catchiest songs Here, on Here, Vince, there. You, you pull it up so I can have it on screen. Okay. It is called Bella. But he has this like dumbass line in it where look up a track list on Google. Yeah. But he has this line in the song where he's like, I want you so badly. Hell no, my name ain't Bradley. <laughs> Which is just the worst. You could have done so much better. And it's like That's the most Anthony Keenish shit ever. It's though. so stupid. Like, who is Bradley? Obviously and like in all likelihood he's not a real person it's just like hmm yeah, you know what rhymes with badly i go yeah i get what you're saying at the same time though so i don't know yeah i don't think like i i think sometimes analysis culture like puts art in this box where everything has to have substance which i think can sometimes limit no, I mean, I don't think that it has to have substance. I just think phonetically it needs to sound good and, like, not right. awkward. Yeah. I mean, obviously, if something has substance, it'll stick with some someone more. We still have, like, maybe a personal connection to it. But. Sure. But, like, and also, too, I mean, it's like, what, what can you really ask of them? Like, this is kind of the point I make in the Murakami video, too, which is, like, he is maybe not making the best stuff of his career anymore. But, like, what, what, why do we need that to be the case? Yeah. You know, like, how many masterpieces can you pump out in your lifetime? He's 70 years old. Chili Peppers are in their 50s now. I yeah. think Fushante's in his 40s because he's, like, about a decade younger than them. But, like, for them to come out and, like, have Fushante again and make two double albums like this one has 17 tracks i think the other one has like 16 or 17 yeah it's funny when we grew up like i thought of an album when i would think of an album i would think 17 to 20 songs and when i would think of a television season i would think of like about 22 episodes now now it's like barely half that well i mean but at the same time you've got like migos right where they'll put out culture three or culture two i forget which one it is yeah. and it's like 30 songs dude just out of curiosity the other day i was like i wonder how many albums snoop dogg has not only a preposterous amount but snoop dogg his like most recent four albums all came out within the last year and they're all just called like the nft collab three like yeah he's doing some bored apes albums and it's really some bummer shit yeah look at that look at how many fucking albums snoop dogg has but at the same time like get that money you know what i mean oh i'm not even saying it's a bad thing it's just like it's incredible um yeah here vince take it back to (laughs) there he is here vince yeah take it back to the slide that's a winning smile yeah let's hit that next slide all right favorite album well that's hard that's hard it's very hard you want to skip this one no we can talk about it i I just said the answer to mine so you want to did you want to get you yeah that's your favorite album well i'm not judging you that's a great album i think it's a three-way tie and one of the three News just came out. It was made by a Nazi. 
<laughs> Anthony Kiedis is a Nazi? Dude, yeah, like... <laughs> my beautiful dark twisted fantasy, man, is, like, so good. I don't know if I can really enjoy it anymore. And then outside of that, like... I, I have him blocked on Spotify, so that way even if it's, like... I have his stuff in my playlist. It you just, can block musicians. Yeah, on Yeah, you can make it so even if it's in your playlist, it won't play it, Whoa. and you can't even play it. You can't even click it. Yeah, well, see, for a while, I was getting into this headspace of like, if he puts out new music, I won't listen to it. But now, even when his old stuff comes up on TikTok or something, I don't feel joy anymore. I just get no. sad. I just get sad. Yeah, it's awful. Yeah, but yeah, that, have you have you seen that TikTok trend where people are just pretending Kendrick that Ken, made his album? That Kendrick made graduation. Yes. Yeah, there's like comments now that say you know <laughs> Kendrick made graduation. Yeah, I don't I don't really want to talk about Kanye. I wasn't planning on yeah. it. I, I was just trying to briefly mention that, and then um, yeah, and then the other album I would say is Elephant by the White Stripes. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. That is great. I, I I have liked the White Stripes less over time. Mm, oh, really? I don't know why. I haven't nailed that down yet. Well, Elephant is amazing. I think Get Behind Me Satan is also really, really good. One, one thing about me is for every single favorite musician I have and every film director I have, none of them have I ever listened to every album they've made or seen every film they've made. Yeah. So there's White Stripes albums I still haven't heard. There's why do you think that it? I just, a lot of times when I look into early work, I like get to track two and I'm like, this is bad. Or or I just get bored. Like, yeah. it's just not like why I like them. Yeah. I, I'm kind of the same way in that. Like, I don't want to listen to Freaky Styly. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I had a friend that used to get mad at me because he'd be like, oh, you should check out this band. And then I'd just go listen to their newest record. Yeah. And he'd be like, no, you gotta, you gotta go listen to the. You gotta go in the middle is what you gotta do. Yeah. But I mean,. <laughs> You know, like, hypothetically, like, say, like, I got a record contract and I put out a new album and it was like, that's what most people knew me for. Yeah. If you go back and, like, try and listen to the stuff I created on GarageBand when I was 19, it's probably not going to sound as good. It just... Even though it's, like, it's important to me. Yeah. It just kind of depends. Like, I, I think a lot of it has to do with nostalgia and just where someone came into yeah, the fan base. For sure. Because even like Oliver Tree, like he had that exact situation happen where previously he had a former record deal under a different artist name. And I, I dug up those music videos and there are people in the comments being like, this is the real Oliver. All this new shit is, you know, so there's there's going to be some people that'll tell you, you know, that like the. Yeah. There's uh oh I had a thought it's gone, Sick. but yeah favorite album um it can be like what what it is right now too if you don't want to do an all time for for the last like half decade or so it's been to pimp a butterfly yeah I think I've been getting progressively more into Kendrick lately yeah um yeah he's just the best like he I. I don't know. I'm not a rap historian, right? So I don't know everything. Like LeBron? Yeah, like LeBron. <laughs> What's that LeBron meme right now? The I'm y- a rap y- historian. The Yabba Dabba Doo or whatever. I don't know that one. Um, you but like no. Google LeBron and Yabba Dabba Doo. Yeah, he, like, he just knows everything already. Yeah. He calls it on <laughs> Yeah, no, keep talking. Yeah, see, it popped up, it popped up in the... <laughs> what, 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 you, you can yeah, play it with sound. Yeah, let's play it. A king, a king if we've ever had one. Uh, But no, I think To Pimp a Butterfly is like 
I don't know. I just, it's not even about what he's saying because mm-hmm. what he's saying is really profound and, and, and artfully done. And he's so skilled at what he does, but the, the team he put together of musicians to put right. around him unparalleled. Like we'll look back in like 30 years and be like, who, wait, what the fuck? They were on that album. Right. It's insane. Yeah. Thunder, like the first song is Kendrick Thundercat Flying Lotus and George Clinton all on the same song. It's pretty incredible what he was pulling off, like, relatively not that far into his Yeah, career. it was like his, I mean, technically Good Kid, Mad City is his second album. Yeah, it'd be Section 80. Section 80 is the first one, which, that's another thing, like, Section 80, it's like, I've listened to it a couple times. Mm. But, yeah, and I know some people, like, that's, like, their favorite one. Yeah, but no, I mean... To Pimp a Butterfly is, is nuts. Well, I think what you'll run into a lot, whether or not it's Kendrick or Tyler, is you'll find early stuff that is undeniably good. And at the time, it was probably crazy to come across, like yeah. like Yonkers, for instance. But then you'll have people in the comments, and it's all it's always people saying, he should rap like this still, you yeah. know? And it's, and it's like, for artists, they're like, why would I stop progressing on new ideas just to go do a thing that you liked me for? A decade ago, over yeah. and over again. I think, like, 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 okay, yes, like, should he make To Pimp a Butterfly too? No, I, like, I, I think it's important that like artists progress, and like, if you don't and you still make a good album, that's fine too. Like, I, if you look at like, is this it by The Strokes, and then you look at Room on Fire, it's like, how much progression did they really make? Their their newest album kind of feels like that first trilogy again. A little bit. And it's, that's another favorite of mine is uh, First Impressions of Earth. Yeah. This is a hot take, but I think that's the best Strokes album, at least for me. Is that the album cover where it's black with yes. the lines? Yeah. That's the one that has, like, You Only Live Once, uh, Razor Blade, Heart in a Cage, Juice Box. Yeah. Um, Man, those are so good. That was, like, freshman year of high school for me, okay. that, that that album. Razor Blade, I was, like, really into. Yeah, that's a great song. Yeah. And, and like, the deep cuts on that album are really good, too. And, and it's, like, I don't know. You you could argue that Is This It is, like, the best one because it's the most iconic and probably has the songs that people relate to the most. But, yeah. like, they I, – I, I have this thing where I've noticed that a lot of the bands I like, their third album is often the one where they kind of go off the rails a little bit and try some new stuff. Like, you've got First Impressions of Earth. You've got uh, Arctic Monkeys Made Humbug, which is another one of my favorites, which is completely different than the first two. Um, oh, I had a third one. I can't remember what it is, but, um, people like tend to try out new things. I really, there's a Bombay bicycle club album I really mm. like, and I can't even think. Of I only really it. know one song by them, but it's good. They're very good. But their you, third album is really weird. Like they integrated a bunch of like, you know what I've been getting into lately? What? Um, so I, I love Wolfgang Amadeus Phoenix as an album. Yeah. And then. After seeing them live, I would listen to like a few new, older songs by them. Um, but for a while, it was that same problem I had where I would try to click along to some of their old stuff and it wasn't registering in my brain for like what I liked about that first album. Uh-huh. Sometimes there, there's a lot of stuff in life though where if I don't initially like it, I know that there probably is like value to it and that if I come back to it later, I'll, I'll like it more, you know? And so Phoenix was always one of those bands. And, and lately I've been listening to their older albums and, it, and it's always fun having that, that thought of like, what was wrong with me? This is fucking like this, <laughs> you know? Yeah. What's um, the, the one before Wolfgang is called. It's never been like this. Vince, is that what it's you called? got that. Wolfgang Amadeus. 
so pull up pull up their albums. Pull up the Phoenix discography. Because that one's really good. No, no, no. Just Phoenix discography. Yeah. Yeah. Um, What's the red one? Untied or Untitled? That top right one? That one? United. That's their United. first one. Okay, yeah, that's the one I've been like really getting into. Yeah. Oh yeah, they're uh go go back though, Vince. What's the what's the red album second row? Yeah. Yeah, it's never been like this. That's the precursor to Wolfgang, and that they have kind of like a similar sound on that one. Like, on United, I don't know if you've noticed this, but uh Injury Reserve three, yeah. three Man Weave, the sample is on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I I think I remember seeing them uh in an interview, like when that first came out, uh talk about sampling phoenix um so i i think that they even talked about that openly um i am of the opinion that bankrupt is actually the superior phoenix album the one with entertainment as the single yeah that album yeah that album slaps so hard they they literally bought the mixing station that thriller was mixed on to mix that album oh that's cool it's wild and I think it's, I just think it's underappreciated. Like, I think when you make sort of your like cultural masterpiece and then you have to follow that up, yeah, it's difficult. But I think, I don't know, there's, I think it's like their most emotional album. What, what that kind of reminded me of is I felt like in high school there would be times where a band, like you just said, they would put out some cultural masterpiece and then they would have a follow up album not that much long later. And then the follow up a- album would manage to have maybe like one or even two singles that would be kind of around because the band is like a buzzy subject, but the album would go on to be not remembered. So like, I feel like Wolfgang Amadeus Phoenix was like a really big (laughs) album, but then bankrupt. It's like entertainment was kind of a big song, but nobody remembers it, you know? Mm -hmm. And then kind of similarly, like Coldplay had Viva La Vida, the album. And then, um, the next one came out. People, and, people gotta stop hating on Coldplay. Oh, I completely agree. But like, uh, what is the album? Uh, what's the one after? Is it called Milo's I Love? Okay, that's the name of the album. Yeah, I was gonna say that, but it seemed wrong. Yeah, that's them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Milo's I Loto, like it had some radio singles, um, but then it's like as a whole, the album gets forgotten. Yeah. E- even w- even with like Passion Pit, kinda, you know, that would kind of happen. Yeah. Um, here, here, Vince, you can go back to the slideshow. Yeah, let's let's see what else. Oh, the one other one I wanted to point out is yeah. uh, "Dear Science" by TV on the radio. Yeah, that album's fucking incredible. Yeah, it, they if they if they ever come out of their hole and unretire or what, they're not like officially retired, but like yeah, if they ever tour, I will be. I think they're my number one. Like I want to see them the most live. Yeah, same. Um, the only yeah, the other thing would be like if the White Stripes ever did like a reunion tour, I would have to spend a lot of money <laughs> yeah all right hit that next slide favorite concert Ooh, that's tough um, phoenix honestly that's your guess for me oh for you <laughs> um because that was the answer oh <laughs> uh, yeah I, honestly for me too i've seen them best show ever yeah i've seen them twice i saw them on the bankrupt tour and then we both saw them for Tayamo. yeah yeah vince do you do you like that band much Phoenix, like enough, but not. They have that song like Listomania. You gotta, yeah, you like gotta do the deep much. dive. You okay, gotta do yeah. the deep so, dive. So okay, here's the thing. So, uh, Bankrupt is the album that came after List, uh, the, you know, the big famous one. Yeah. 
So I, I went. I don't think I've listened to that at all. Like I don't think I've listened to Bankrupt at all. Yeah, no, most people haven't. So may I draw you? Yes. Yeah, so. <laughs> So I went to the show with like the exact attitude you have right now where I was like, yeah, I like them enough. I have a few songs, right? Yeah, yeah. Best show of my entire life, like easily. And so then when they put out their next, next album, Te Amo, like I went back again and it was yet again, like the best Com. ever. Yeah. You, you just doing a portrait of me now? I'll just, it's just a sketch. Okay. So I, I like it. Yeah. So, um, the big things are, so when he was doing the Bankrupt show, the lead single was Entertainment. They opened the show with it. And you're thinking you're starting with the biggest song, right? And then he, with his corded microphone, managed to walk off stage into the crowd of the marquee, go to the entire back of the venue, do a loop, and then back on stage, which implies he had like a thousand foot long cord, right? Then throughout the show, he went into the crowd and just hung out there for a, probably a good five or six songs, wow. but like in different occasions. Yeah. So like he just kept coming in and out. So he performed songs just being the guy standing next to me. And I was just like watching him like this. They in the Wolfgang Amadeus Phoenix album, they have two. They have like a really long instrumental track called Love Like a Sunset Part One, which then leads into Part Two craziest light show i've ever seen in my life because it's all just synced to the instrumental track and he so he's just like lying on the floor while it's going on the heaviest bass i've ever felt like it felt like something was like cutting through me and then at the and then they closed the show with like a reprise of the single they started with and then so then i was like wow like i've never seen somebody do something like that start and end with the most anticipated song so then when Te Amo came out, they did the exact same formula, but like with the new song. That's cool. So like their whole formula for doing a show of like starting and ending crazy and then in the middle having the most mind-blowing. Super relatable set. <laughs> yeah. Like year. they, so yeah, if they ever come, I'm always like telling my friends who like alt rock, like even if you're kind of into them, come with me because it's like the best. What year was that? Uh, what album did that, what year did that come out? Like 2013? Yeah, Phoenix discography. I want to say 2013, probably. Yeah, 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 2013, and then four years later, 17. Oh, you know what's funny about the 2017 concert for Te Amo? I remember I was actually on Tempe Town Lake recording maybe the final shot at all I had to film for my short film, Go Fetch. It was like my senior capstone. And I was telling everybody, like, hey... The way I'm scheduling this, I'm going to like leave this to go to a show. And, you know, so everybody had an awareness. It wasn't like I was just like, bye, guys. You know, thanks for working for me. Um, but what's funny is like you can get to that venue, you know, from crossing the bridge. So I just like walked there. That's cool. Like from the park, like after feeling all like I just finished my movie and now I'm about to go be see the best shit ever. And great venue. Like, so do you think do you think the second time you saw them was the best time or the first time? The first time because I like entertainment as a single more than the Te Amo single. Yeah. I, but I think I got like basically equal enjoyment out of it because it was kind of just the same experience twice. I've always loved the marquee, but now the Van Buren downtown is like the similar size, but it's like yeah. clean. You guys see these right next to it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. What you got? Oh, me? Yeah. <laughs> Whoa, that's pretty good. <laughs> 
Here, take a screen cap and we'll put it on screen later. I'll edit that in. I'm gonna, I'll, I'll export it. Oh yeah, I guess you could send it to me on Facebook and then he could throw it up on screen right now. Uh, do I even have Facebook on here? Can you I, have Messenger? Can I text it to you? I wasn't prepared for that, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can. All right, there you go. This was bit number two. Yeah, here, Vince, stay there. Holding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, here, pull up the next slide really quick while I'm doing this. Yes, sir. Did I even give you an answer? Yeah. Yeah, we both said yeah. Phoenix. I also, I really saw, I saw Block Party once. That was going to be my guess. I was with you. Yeah, that was really good. Yeah, here, Vince, go to Messenger really quick. Sorry, sorry. Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> all right yeah you can go to slideshow yeah yeah no i remember we saw block party together and that was another instance where i didn't know them too well but i was just kind of all about going to concerts at that time and i remember when the show ended um you basically were like that was one of the best shows i've ever been to yeah and i remember it kind of surprised me actually because i felt like we had been to so many good ones there was just like I wasn't expecting such a mosh pit at a block party concert, but it was pretty wild. Well, they had just put out that album. Was it called Circles? It's called Four. Four. But then the album cover has circles. Yeah, I remember they had some like kind of like grungy metal. Oh type yeah, no, songs. that, that album o- rips. Yeah. Octopus or yeah. whatever it's called. Yeah. Um, what's my favorite video game? Breath of the Wild. Dang, that's a good guess. It's kind of... <laughs> That's a really good guess. <laughs> you know, I have like... It's weird. Video games are kind of hard because they're so different. You know, like an RPG versus an open world versus like a fighter. Like they're such different experiences. So saying like one is my favorite over the other is, is really hard for me. Is Super Smash Brothers? See, that's the smart answer because I play it the most. I, I guess like anytime people ask, my, my go-to answer is Mario Sunshine. Oh, okay. I love fucking Mario I've Sunshine. I've never beaten it. It's hard. Yeah. Mario, you know what's funny is Mario Sunshine, We it was the first game we ever got for GameCube as kids because they had to buy two, get one free sale. So we bought a GameCube, two controllers, Mario Sunshine, Melee, and Luigi's Mansion. And when we brought it home... It's like the trifecta. It was it was the trifecta. Well, we got like some money for Christmas, and you and I pulled our own money together to buy all that. Yeah. And... I don't know if you remember this, but we did not. Ha- so we had enough money for all of that somehow. We were like nine. <laughs> we didn't have enough money for a memory card. And so like we looked to mom like, hey, you know, 15 more dollars, please. And she was like, no, you're going to have to save up for that. So we literally went home with three games that drastically save, save up. Yeah, like what? How? <laughs> yeah, because we only got money like on our birthdays, which was like half a year later, you know. Yeah. And uh, so I remember like we brought it home, and I, I, you were hanging, you, we were playing it for a while, and then you, you left to go watch TV. So I'm like playing alone, and I remember coming out to the living room, and I was like, hey, Sean. I unlocked Dr. Mario. Do you want to come play as him before I have to turn it off? And then we have to unlock him again tomorrow. And that's how it was for a few months. I don't remember that. but That's how it went, yeah. That's crazy. I was like, we have Jigglypuff. Do you want to play as her for a little bit? I remember my system turning off. Like you playing a PlayStation 2 or like playing a PlayStation on GameCube and like it'll just turn off. <laughs> Your shit would just turn yeah. off? I'd be like, 
right. I think that has to do with like your power grid or something. Yeah, well, power grid is my grid. <laughs> uh, my guess for your favorite game is Mario Kart. I mean, yeah, that's the one I play the most. It's, okay, it's yeah. like the only video game I'm good at, mm. which is like, like I like Smash Brothers, but playing with like you and Brandon is a nightmare because you guys just destroy me. <laughs> yeah, well, the curse of Smash Brothers is I feel like when you're a kid and you go to like a birthday party and everybody's playing it, there's kind of this thing where everybody wants to be like the guy who won or whatever, you know? Yeah. And so like, I, you know, I would, you, you're not in your head over there. I would get kind of fueled off of that as a, yeah, you also kill me. As much. Well, but okay. Yes, I, but I agree with you. But so yeah, like as a kid, you know, it felt like, yeah, no, yeah, just... yeah, get, get, yeah. <laughs> oh no. I think it's kind of gone. Um, yeah. Don't make too much of a ruckus back there. <laughs> So, yeah, it's like as a kid, it's like, you know, I'd be hanging out at sleepovers and oh, he got it. I'd be hanging out at sleepovers and I would really want to be the best at Smash, you know, but I think everybody in the room did. Yeah. And so I was always good at that game off of like instinct. I never was online like reading how to do things. I was just kind of getting better naturally. Yeah. But then once I started living with Mark, who's like the goat, (laughs) he started actually teaching me techniques because I would be playing against him. He would obliterate me, and there would be moments where I was thinking, like, literally, how could I have combated what just happened? Yeah. And so sometimes after games, I'd be like, hey, when you were doing that to me, what was I supposed to do? And then he would tell me about, like, oh, well, when you do this, you can get out of that. And so after living with him for, like, two years now, like, I've just gotten a lot better, which is personally really gratifying. But it's sad because now I can't play my favorite game with my friends because nobody wants to play with me. Yeah. So that's kind of fucked up about it. I think a recent yeah. favorite of mine is Mario Odyssey. Yeah. Which I know you're not a huge fan because you think it's too easy, but... It's not even that it's too easy. I just don't feel as... No, you, you go ahead. I'll I just think it's like the way they set it up is so creative, just in like that you can toss the, the hat on the different things. And yeah. Like you can be all these different creatures and all the moons that you're collecting are so contingent on like the abilities of these things you're inhabiting. And, like, the worlds that they set up, even though there's not a ton of them, there's, like, what, 12 worlds or something? Something like that, yeah. They're all very unique. Um, and it, also, too, like, it, the post-game is fun. Like, you can just, like, wander around and, like, you'll find moons in places you're not expecting. And I also just think the mechanics of it are really fun. Like, just literally just the, the platforming and the running and jumping. Right. And some people get crazy good at it where they can just like toss the hat and like yeah. basically levitate to where they want to go. Go on YouTube, look up like Mario Odyssey like trick shots or also, something. Also, I was gonna do Dunky because this is crazy. Yeah. yeah. Also, too, like watching people speed run that game is crazy. Yeah, v- Vince, if we're uh, kind of like you were doing with Trader Joe's earlier, if we're talking about something, just start searching it up. Honestly, thanks, man. Yeah, here you can turn off sound for this. Here, no, here, search like best, uh, not not speedrun, because I'll just show people playing fast. Search like best uh, uh, combo. It's, it's not that. Coolest more. platforming or something. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do, do like some crazy. I am kind of just waiting around for them to make a sequel, which it's, I mean, this came out in what, like 2017? Yeah. And they still, I mean, well, they did Bowser's Fury, which is really fun, but also very short. Well, like 64, Sunshine, Galaxy 2, and then now Odyssey. So it's like there's only been um, those. 
And I personally don't count Mario 3D World because that to me does not feel like a full-on 3D Mario game. I think it just feels like a side-scroller with a new axis of movement. But Vince let me play Bowser's Fury a little bit, which is kind of like a half game they put out. And that feels almost as fully developed as something like a sunshine but you can also a, beat it in like three hours yeah well that's it's a short game it's yeah. not like even think, a full I game think that's like a pre-course like i think whatever comes next is gonna be yes like that bowser's fear and odyssey like combined yeah and yeah. and i don't know if they're gonna wait around for like whatever the next console is but i hope they don't i hope they just make something new here, Vince. This is like a tutorial. Yeah, just, like, we don't need to get stuck on this. Well, I'm. I just want him to be doing things in the background while we're talking. So I, I was just gonna say you can just look up like craziest ever. You know, Vince, shit like you that. You do whatever you want. Okay. Oh. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> no. 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 But yeah, no. Is I, this related to COVID? <laughs> yeah, no, Vince. You can just be finding stuff while we're talking, and if you find something really cool, you can tell us to look let, at let's it. Let's hit the next slide, though. No, I know. It's just, I, I want to start doing this with Vince regularly. So this is our first foray into, no, this, into this format. So just, <laughs> okay. Hold, um, on, hold on. While we're paused here. No, we'll do it after. We'll do it after. Yeah. What's the, what's the next slide, Vince? How many of these you got? It's probably the last one. Honestly. I think this is the last one, yeah. This one was? Big one. Favorite book. Big oh, that's so hard. What do you think my favorite book is? The Bible. <laughs> <laughs> Never read it. It's classic. I, I know the ending, though. <laughs> I actually don't. How does it start? I don't Genesis. actually. I don't even know what the. It starts with Genesis. Yes. Yeah, did you book. grow up religious? Sega. Yeah, Genesis Sega is the first book. <laughs> yeah, I did. You did. Uh, but Genesis is the first uh, first book in How, HD. Did you go to church going up? Oh, did I go to church? Yes. <laughs> I've never been. <laughs> yes, a lot. You've been to church. Well, that's. I mean, at a wedding. We went with Conchita. Like one time when we didn't have memories. Dude, it's, <laughs> when it's we so didn't have memories? <laughs> I have no recollection of ever being at a church. It's so fun. Really? No. Okay. <laughs> uh, what is your favorite book? Well, you don't, you're not a big reader. I love, okay, here's what I've been thinking. I think Harry Potter tricked me into thinking I'm a good reader. Because as a kid, I would be finishing these like 600 big books, big ass books, and I'd be like, <laughs> <laughs> give me my coupons for free pizza hut teacher you know because they would do like book programs like that yeah, um and then like you know people would hand me like real books and I'd be like why well, don't i understand it so i you know i've gotten a lot of joy out of reading books but as an adult it's been a hard habit to break back into but you still have to guess what is my favorite book i have two answers in my head that i would accept i have no idea like you don't even know what I've read. No, not really. I mean, I can picture what you read as like a kid. All right, let's flip this a little bit. Guess what I've read. Guess. Think of books that you think I should have read. Hoot? I've read Hoot. <laughs> <laughs> I've also read Crazy. the sequel, Flush. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Google Flush and Hoot. I don't know. Did you read, did you read Small Steps? Have quick. I did read Small Steps, and it was the fastest book I've ever read. I read it in like two days. <laughs> You <laughs> well, okay. four book collection. Well, there's the four. What's the third and fourth Flush. one? Chomp, Chomp. scat, scat. Oh, they made a poop one. Wow. wow. Well, flush is kind of a poop one. Vince, look up small steps by Lewis Sakar. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Keep guessing things you think I've read. Well, you've read like a lot of nonfiction. 
I have actually. Like was, you've read a lot of like memoirs and yeah. comedy things. Like I know you read that Judd Apatow interview book. It's right there. I never yeah. finished you it. You got though. a Questlove one. On it seven years later. Um, other than that, I don't know. I don't know what you've read. You, you read books. the Tarant- you read the Tarantino book that I bought you. Yeah, it was so good. Yeah, I still need to read that. Um. <laughs> Vince, I'm gonna ask you to have faster fingers, but also quieter fingers. <laughs> Impossible. <laughs> What's your favorite book? Um, you gotta guess. I've been guessing. Hoot. <laughs> Is it on your shelf? Okay, the two answers I would have accepted. Scar tissue. <laughs> the two, the two, uh, the two answers I would have accepted were Life of Pi. Okay. And I didn't even think about this, but I guess it is kind of similar in subject matter. I really liked Ishmael by Daniel Quinn, which you gave me, and nice. I read. Nice. Yeah. I like Life of Pi a lot. Yeah. Um, I have not read it in a long, long time. I've read it twice. I think I've read it a couple, maybe a few times, but it's been a long time. Yeah. That was my favorite book for a long time when I was younger. And then I started reading big boy books. (laughs) (laughs) No, Life of Pi is still good. And also, too, like... The guy that wrote Life of Pi, <laughs> Googled is that Dwayne The Rock Johnson? Whoa, 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 wait, wait, go back, go back, go back, go back. Go back to Big Boy Books. You see that dangerous book for boys we on the right? Oh. Uncle, Uncle got that for us. It's actually right there. Shout out. That's crazy. Hold on. <laughs> yeah, I definitely also had that book as well. I don't think any of us read it. Boy stuff. Yeah. No, we just boy stuff. That. That's just crazy that you Googled big boy books. And then we do have it. <laughs> Written by Brett Kavanaugh. What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> <laughs> okay, if I had to guess your favorite book, um, I mean, you've probably made a video about it that I've watched, <laughs> but um, I don't know, like uh, IQ84? Uh, that is a good one. Wind Up Bird? Also very good. Those are my two guesses. <laughs> What's your favorite book? What is my favorite book? Oh, shit. Captain Underpants. That shit slaps. I read Station Eleven recently, like mm-hmm. about a year ago. And that has been one of my favorites for a while now. Looks like it got turned into a movie. It got turned into an HBO show. Was it good? Yes. I can talk about this book a lot. Um... A little closer to the mic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so it it's about a pandemic. Oh, okay. But it was written like in or it was released in 2014. So this is yeah. predating real pandemic. Yeah, I remember you telling me about this a little bit. Yeah, it's just like it's it's just it'll rip your guts out, and but it's it's not like it's not brutal. Like it's there's some gnarly stuff that happens in it, but it's not like a horror movie Mm. it's very like it feels nostalgic reading it in a way and it has a lot of sentimentality to it and the way it is framed is as pre-pandemic and then like 20 years later and it follows this little girl who was a little girl in the in the before times and then when she grows up and the u.s is kind of this wasteland um but it's just like I don't know if it was like the time I was reading it or what, but like I I read it in like December and January 
like you know 2021 and then leading into 2022 right and that was when like omicron was going on mm. and i remember just like being in tears reading this fucking book because of how like relatable it was and, and just like the themes of like grief that are in it too and it's just it's incredible um okay what else have I read? Uh, oh, that guy. And that, that girl. It's really good. You should watch it. Oh, and why it, do I know her? Is she in Blade Runner? She's very good in it. And, and it was interesting because I read the book. Yeah. And then the show had started and I tried watching the show like right after I had read the book and they changed some stuff. Yeah. And I was like, no, can't do that. And so I stopped watching it for a while and then I came back to it maybe like three or four months ago and finally finished the series and it's really good. And they changed stuff. And I won't say like for the better because yeah. the book is so great on its own, but they managed to change stuff and like make the show its own thing that mm-hmm. stands like on itself. And it's incredible. Um, so like, honestly, like I would, I mean, I'm always advocating for people to read more. Like you should read the book. Yeah. But if you want to just watch the show, you should, cause it's, it's, it's great. And especially, I mean, we all, we have all lived through the pandemic and so there's a lot to relate to the, the thing it. the thing i always deal with with reading is once i'm into it and it's like a thing i'm like looking forward to the same yeah. way i'm looking forward to the next episode of a show i'm there yeah but breaking in is so hard i think well with the Bre- show you it's the, the first episode is such a no, no no i mean reading i yeah. forget watching it but like re- reading a book it's like sometimes getting through those first couple of pages and just making myself do it it can be so hard but once i'm like hooked on something like i can really i can i can i can turn a page you it's pretty hooky and also it's not a hard read it's it's not like like it's not trying to read david mitchell or something like that like it's you have more chocolates in there you want one yeah out in here (laughs) it's a good bit it's a pretty good bit (laughs) there's more in my car I was like in my car, just like stuffing these. Oh, in the why does this look like that? Because it's got stuff in the in the inside. Oh, who is Wayne the Rock? <laughs> wait, wait, wait! Yeah, what's that book all about? Oh, what? <laughs> oh, hold on. Do you think he wrote this, Vince? I'm gonna send you a yeah. on the on the messenger. I'm gonna send you something that I found at uh, um, what's it called? I found at uh, Zia Records today. Thirteen dollars in this economy? Are yeah. you fucking on me right now? I mean, it does star Aaron Brown. Oh, it's a movie. Yeah, it's a movie. I thought it was a novella. Nope. <laughs> I would have paid like thirty bucks for. <laughs> pull, pull up the other thing. Yo. Oh. <laughs> See, okay, now now let's flip it. One fifty, <laughs> way higher. I almost bought it you just, just to bring to you as, as a gift, but you're not a Star Wars guy. It's one fifty. We could throw it, and it would <laughs> keep its value. But it's just like, and, and just to give you a sense of scale, like it's like a Harkins movie cup size. Oh, that's so a it's, huge mason. Yeah, it looks like huge. he's like stuck. <laughs> uh. Would you? Oh, Jedi. Cups? And, I, and I, I think it's a KFC tie-in. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, dog. Look, shit. it's a whole scene. Whoa. Yeah, that's crazy. 
96? The prequels started in 96. Yeah. That's crazy because the third one, like, I was like a full-on kid when we watched that. So they really took a lot of time in between them. Yeah, I think Revenge of the Sith. That, that shit doesn't play anymore. They, they're like, next one next year. Let's go. That's true. But hey, when was the last time there was a Star Wars movie? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, they're having Ryan Johnson make a whole new trilogy. but Allegedly. And also, there's like there have been like five shows this year. That's true. Um, Hot take. Star Wars is just okay. Yeah, Star Wars is kind of overrated, but I think the filmmaking quality, like production-wise, modern Star Wars looks really fucking cool. Yeah, compared, sure. Especially compared to Marvel movies. Which we, don't, are, we don't need to talk about Star Wars. Yeah, I, I have no. no opinions about it. Other than that, it is just okay. Um, you want to play? Okay, I'm going to ask you a thing or two, but then let's play another game. Okay. Um, yeah, I wanted that. Okay, so right now for your music. Oh, hold on. Real quick before we get off the book thing. Yeah. There's a book that came out this year. If you're into books, you probably already know about it. But it's this book called Tomorrow and Tomorrow and Tomorrow. It's like... The more I have sat with it, the more I've been like, yeah, this is like one of the best things I've read in a long time. That is the one. Um, yeah, click that guy. It is, huh. it's so good and it's so beautiful. And it's about basically these two kids who are friends when they're children and they have like a falling out and they meet in a hospital um, and they have kind of a falling out and then reconnect when they're, when they're in college and they start a video game company together. And it is, like, part romance, part just, like, modern fiction. But, like, it's just, it's really, really good. And it's it's beautiful and tragic and, like, kind of funny at times. And, like, I don't know. I've never read this author before. Like, she's read other, or she's written other stuff. But now I very much want to read more of her stuff because this book is really good. And, like, people know about it. Like, it's, like, Goodreads just did their... Uh, year-end like awards or whatever and this one for best like fiction goodreads is like letterboxed for books right yeah i I was thinking if someone wants just like a very profitable idea for a website somebody should just make letterboxed but just have it have movies tv books games and music all in one site (laughs) (laughs) Add a D to that. <laughs> that reminds me of when uh, in the office you hear like those screams in the background and Jim is like, it's monster singular. <laughs> He's like, thank you. Anyway. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. No, that sounds good. Yeah. It's very good. You would like it. It's, yeah. It's, yeah, I'll, I'll loan it to you. I was going to ask you with your music. So um, you've made a lot of albums under your band name. If you want to call them albums. Yeah. Yeah, I do want to call them albums because they're know. good full works with album covers and yada yada. So you've you've released a lot of albums under Guest House, uh, your band slash alias. And uh, I know right now you're kind of doing a little bit of a of a reset of like you know what catalog you have on streaming and you kind of are planning new things yeah um the the three songs that you have on streaming right now the little sing songs project yeah those might be like my favorite songs you've ever made they're they're really really good thanks and you know i know that they stand out because they have lyrics and for a long time you were doing mostly instrumental stuff yeah and i don't know if that necessarily is why they're so good but what because i do really like your instrumental music 
But when I listen to them, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, this is like a band that people would listen to and go see, you know? Yeah. And so I guess in other words, like you, you've always been really good and you're getting better and better and stuff. So I guess, I don't know, just how you've been feeling lately with making new songs and do you feel like you want to like have them all have lyrics or how have you been thinking about that? Um, I do have a lot of new songs, which if you want to play one of them, we can. Yeah. Um, they're mostly unfinished, but some of them are more finished than other ones. I don't know. I, I think where I'm at with making music now is that I, like you said, I put out a lot of projects and if you go to smallspringrecords.bandcamp.com, you can listen to a lot of them. Um, but I think where I am at now, is it going to do it? Is it going to do it? Yeah. I think you sp- yeah, you're a dog. good typer, man. That's me. Yeah, here you can full screen. Yeah, you can full screen now. You can get Mace Windu off the screen. <laughs> just, uh, just the type. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, if you scroll, like, there's like twenty odd projects on there, basically. Well, you you had your initial Sean Barry EPs, and then mostly guest house albums. You were making your beat projects as as Reyes, and then you had your one off, Who Sentient Cantaloupe. It's the, it's the goat. <laughs> Yeah, um, and that most recent one is just a single because my friends and Wallace Hound uh, wanted me to throw it up on the internet. Oh, I forgot you did the the Real Love cover as well. That one was really good. Yeah, yeah, that was an emotionally fraught time. Do you want to play this new one? Also, just shout out Wallace Hound. You should go listen to them. They're really good. The album artwork is our old dog Rocket. Yeah, there's there's uh, one of my other albums has his tail, the Hell Year one. Yeah. Oh, hey Vince, click on OBS. Real? No, 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 no. Keep playing. Keep playing. Just go to OBS really quick. Okay, I just wanted to see if it was clipping or not. When it's uh, when this is playing through. Like, on the podcast feed, is it these picking it up? Probably not, right? OBS is picking up the desktop audio, but, oh, cool. but these are probably hearing the speakers right now, yeah. Sure, that's fine. I've never done this setup before, but it seemed decent. It's good, it's good. Um, we got the TV on three stools. Well, technically on two, right? <laughs> Put this in the edit. This was fun to do. I did this whole cover in about two hours. Like, the original's fucking sick, though. Like, my friend, uh, my friend Nick, who's their guitar player, one of their guitar players, like, the intro riff for this song is just, like, one of the most mean, like, hard things I've heard in a while. It's, it's awesome. Anyway, what, what was I? I don't know. We were just kind of talking oh, yeah. about you making um, music. Where I'm at now is, like, I want to... I think you can keep it on that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, (laughs) I want to do more like multimedia projects like I want to do I think I think the end goal for all the music that I have like on my phone that's unreleased is I want to do kind of like a long form music video basically where I'm stitching together songs and like 
even like some spoken word stuff and like little interludes and i want to make the video editing really kind of funky and interesting and yeah once i uh get premiere i think that's gonna be something i'm gonna start working on because I don't know, like, I mean, all my recording I do on my computer, right? So it's kind of lo-fi in a certain sense. And so sometimes, like, for me, like, I'll write a song, I'll record it, and then, like, it just is what it is. Like, I don't think a whole lot about, like, trying to master it so that it sounds incredible or anything. Because um, I feel like the song is kind of, like, they're recorded well enough and they kind of stand on their own. But yeah, I want to do like a big, long, short film, basically. That'd be cool. Stuff. Well, um, so one, one thing I really like, because I really like when people get creative with how they roll out music videos and accompanying projects to music. Yeah. Um, I love how like when Tierra Whack did her Whack World album and every single song was exactly one minute, she yeah. was able to put out a 10 minute album video where it was just like, she just did a video of the whole I think it's album. 15. Okay, yeah, yeah 15. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I think that would be cool. I have a music video idea I want to direct for you that I've had for a while, but I have a recent new spin on it. What song? I don't really know. It would just have to be, honestly, probably Greasing the Wheels. Okay. Yeah, here, Vince, go go back to the whole discography. Go to... Uh, it's not on there. It's not on here. Here, Google Spotify web. Do it in a new tab so this one's still up. Yes, sir. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, go to search and hit uh, guest house. No, just type in Greasing the Wheels because I want to see how many other songs are called Greasing the Wheels. F- fucking several. All right. And then add guest house. That's not it. Hit, hit a space in guest house. Yes. Yeah, that, yeah. Oh, oh type, type less. Until, less again. It's one word. Yeah, no space in the... Yeah, it was there for a sec, though, so I wanted to see which character had to be removed to get it. So this is, is this your favorite of mine? Yeah, here, turn up the Spotify volume in the bottom right. Yeah. This one just has really good, like, progression to it. Like, it just has good movement, you know? I feel like this is inherently very, like, cinematic. What's your idea? Yeah, I guess I could just say it on here. Um, I've kind of pitched it to you before, but I have like a new spin on it. Yeah. So I've wanted to do a video where, and like it could be a rapper, it could be a singer, songwriter, but I think I've come to the conclusion I want it to be you. So I want to do a video where it starts as a wide shot and someone's like doing their song. So, you know, instead of rapping, you'd be... I'd be rapping. Here's the tough thing about this is I don't remember how to play this song. Well, you can just do your best and then it'll sync just fine. <laughs> but um, I want to just be running around you in like a constant circle. So you're always center screen, but it's just moving, you know? I was thinking if we could rent like a dolly, I could actually just do it like really clean and not handheld. But maybe I would do like takes of both, you know? Yeah. And I would want to be progressively coming like closer to you. So then like maybe on a zoom one so it can go from wide to me like going around like just your head you know or just the guitar yeah and what would be really cool is you, you could hide a cut so then when i'm coming back out now like you're at the ocean or now you're at like the grand canyon so it's like this constant circle but it's constantly changing places because i can use the motion and the getting close to like hide a cut my new idea that i think would kind of bring it over the top 
is um, the Stable Diffusion AI. So there's Dolly 2, there's this other one called Stable Diffusion where um, it, they kind of create these really trippy, like dreamlike visuals where like every frame it's just changing and like, just, you know, I was thinking I could like, I could partner with Michael to have the video turn into something like that, but then keep you in the center. Yeah. You know, so then when it vanishes, so then when it comes back out, it's almost like you're like teleporting, you know? Yeah. So I kind of want to do like a, just a constant moving video that almost feels like a magic trick, basically. Yeah, that'd be dope. Yeah. And I've, I've had that idea for a while and I've never <laughs> known like what to apply it to, but I think it could work on this. I, I have an idea for a video. Yeah. This is the first time I've like pitched a whole thing I want to make like buff, like publicly before making it. I usually keep things secret, but who who cares? <laughs> yeah, no, I think that's a good idea. I have another idea that I want to involve you in because you know how to work cameras and I don't. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'll tell you about that later. Mm-hmm. You want to play a game? Yeah. All right. Bring up the tier list. Full screen. It. All right. We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna tier list our childhood <laughs> meals cooked by our parents. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, before you got you got to. We're gonna do my game first. What? <laughs> After making you laugh? <laughs> well, we'll laugh again. We have time before. In take one of this podcast, okay. I came in. <laughs> now we gotta cut. We gotta do a take three. I, I came off. in with a Mad Lib. He did, which Vince agrees. Good idea. I liked. Okay. No. No. I liked. Not. I liked the idea of the Mad Lib, but I froze. But we're I we're got, into, I got in my head. We're into the rhythm, and of I wanted to restart. Now. And I thought maybe we do the Mad Lib later once we're. It's later. Okay. We're. I think we're primed up. It's. it's this tier list only has ten things on it. I know, but we'll do that That'll afterwards. So we've already, we've already, we've already, we've already gone through some of the words. So so yeah. far, the take word, that off the screen. So 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 far, bring Mace back. Can you, nice. can you pull up a uh, Mr. Madlib? Yes. Oh yeah, perfect. Yeah, we can just have one on screen. <laughs> Mace is always there for us, bro. I've never, you know, some names where it only sounds right if you say their full name, yeah. like Lenny Kravitz. But then you're like, that's not a guy named Lenny. I've never thought of his name being Mace. Like, what's up, Mace? <laughs> that name goes hard for sure. Not on images. How about just <laughs> yeah, yeah? I don't know if his name is actually Mr. Madlib, but yeah, it's like the little yeah that guy. We all remember this. Yeah, yeah, I love a Madlib. So anyway, we've already gone through some of the words. So far, we have butt, delicious, McDonald's, dolphin, Himalayan mountain, Christ's, plural, (laughs) throwing, and Adam Sandler. Yeah. So, we need an adjective. All right. But we're all going to participate because this is too much pressure on me. That's fine. Vince, you want to, like, come over here really quick for this part? Yeah, I'll start with that. Yeah, grab that that stool from behind the TV and just sit next to me. Under the TV? Behind. Under the TV. <laughs> this one's a little littler than the other. It, it is a little littler. Yeah, just sit right next it's to me. It's a whittle stool. So that way, yeah, the camera yeah. can still see me. So we're good. Okay. I think so, yeah. so we need an adjective. There you go. I'm going to check out. Punching. Adjective. <laughs> Squirrel. Punched. <laughs> um, glittery. Glittery. Okay. Can't. I can't look. All right. We need. We're loose episode. We're loose. Loose. We need a verb. Me to go. You to go. Um, 
vomit. Okay. But that like the verb, the verb version. One one. one other verb. Poop. Okay. But like again, the verb version. But again. And the third verb. Third verb. What you got? Burp. Burp. <laughs> cool. It's coming together. Let's go. Noun. <laughs> Igloo. Igloo. Yeah, 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 yeah. Plural noun. I wanted to say igloos, but we're not going to do that. Uh, uh, lawnmowers. Okay. That was a good one. Uh, singular noun. How about you, pal? How about you contribute? Yeah. yeah. Um, salmon patty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See, he's holding out on these good Whoa. ideas. Adjective. Slippery. Slippery. Good, 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 good. Ooh. Adjective. Wet. Nefarious. Adjective wet. We'll use wet for this one. Another adjective. Um, Dry. (laughs) No, no. no, no, It's going to break it? Yeah, it's going to break it. I mean, it'd be kind of funny. Um, Another adjective? Yeah. Sandy. Oh, my butt is asleep. Yeah, Sandy. Sandy. Ooh, that's pretty good. good It's a synonym for dry. It's pretty similar. Noun. Desert tundra. <laughs> hummus. Swamp? Hummus. Uh, adjective? Swampy. Swampy. <laughs> noun? Shrek. Oh, perfect. Damn. Plural noun? <laughs> Civilians? No. Shreks. No. <laughs> Baby um, Shreks. Sorry. Um, oh, uh, garbage pail kids. Okay. Damn. Garbage pale kids. Okay. Uh, noun? Snail. Snail. You down to be here for like every episode from now on? Yeah, I can do that. That's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be Vince's assistant. Yes, my VA. <laughs> uh, other noun? Salmonella. No, I already did a salmon. Jeez, salmonella and salmon. Salmon patties. <laughs> Wait, did you just say salmonella and say, "Oh no, I already said salmon." No, I said salmonella. Well, it's got a similar salad. Yeah, you can. Salmon is in salmonella. <laughs> that, that breaks it. Yeah, it's too, it's it's the same bit. Okay, basically. Fair enough. Uh, Costco hot dog. <laughs> Sometimes uh, the big Kroger vodka bottles just look like a big hand sanny. Great goose, baby. <laughs> Ad- adjective. Kroger co- <laughs> Kroger vodka. Krogery. Oh, wait, you said adjective? Yeah. Um, noun. Crisp. Oh, well, crisp is pretty good. Crisp is a good one. <laughs> yeah. Okay, noun. $100 bill. <laughs> $100 bill. Dang. The it's things are what's get you. It's what's the, the, the better nouns. <laughs> Plural noun. Um... Sausages? Ooh, ooh. This is like a really long Mad Lib. I'm so excited. It is, it is I'm, excited. I'm excited to see what, where it takes us. <laughs> Noun. Um, dingus. Dingus. I like the ones where it's like a noun, but it tells you like has to end in ing. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm kind of doing ones. that up here. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, noun. Snake. Snake. Plural noun. There's going to be three plural... CDs. CDs. There's three plural nouns in a row, so that's the second one. Um, Mixtapes. Mixtapes, and we'll say... Uh, dogs. 
dogs. <laughs> D-A-W-G-S. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We're, we're nearing the end. We got four more. Yeah, make sure you speak I up hope for the mic. I hope this doesn't end, honestly. I just like this part. <laughs> I just like saying words. <laughs> I don't really want to hear the story. <laughs> you just like this part? Yeah. You're like, I'm safe as long as this keeps this is, going. I'm, as long as we keep doing this, I'll be all night. <laughs> Noun. Christmas tree. No, it's, that's not. That's, that's too wholesome. We should get a little, but it is tis the season, you know? It's true. Uh, we'll say... Ornament. Uh, ornament. Uh, plural noun. I'm exhausted, People? Hostages. 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 There you go. Sausages and hostages. Sausages and sausages. That's a good album name. And then I'll just Host do sausages sauce. again. Because hostages and sausages. Sausages squared. Good. And then this is the last one, so make it good. Adjective. Saucy. Saucy. Okay. Nice. Cool. Yeah, all right. Nice. So now that we got it all down, mm-hmm. you ready? Yep. Read it. Let's hear it. Make sure you like already already you know, chuckling get, before yeah, you get in the word out. Get in the storyteller mode. All right, all right, all right. Good evening. This afternoon in this room, from this butt, I testified before the office of Delicious McDonald's and the Grand Dolphin. I answered their questions truthfully, including questions about my Himalayan mountain, questions no American citizen would ever want to answer. Still, I must take complete responsibility for all my Christs, both public and private, and that is why I am throwing to you tonight. (laughs) That's hard, that's hard. As you know, in a deposition in January, I was asked questions about my relationship with Adam Sandler. While my my answers were legally accurate, I did not volunteer information. Indeed, I did have a relationship with Adam Sandler that was not appropriate. In fact, it was wrong. It constituted a critical lapse in judgment and a personal failure for my part, for which I am solely and completely glittery. (laughs) But I told the grand jury today, and I say to you now, that at no time did I ask anyone to vomit, to poop, or burp evidence, or to take any other unlawful action. VPB, baby. I know that my public comments and my silence about this matter give a false impression. I misled people, including even my own igloo. I deeply regret that. I can only tell you that I was motivated by many lawnmowers. First, by a desire to protect myself from the embarrassment of my own salmon patty. Ooh, what is that? I was also very slippery about protecting my family. The fact that these questions were being asked in a nefarious inspired lawsuit, which has since been dismissed, was a consideration too. In addition, I had wet and sandy concerns about an independent counsel investigation that began with private business dealings 20 years ago. Dealings, I might add, which an independent federal agency found no evidence of any hummus by me or my wife over two years ago. The independent counsel investigation moved on to my staff and friends, then into my swampy Shrek. And now the investigation itself is under investigation. This has gone on too long, cost too much, and hurt too many innocent garbage pail kids. Now, this matter is between me, the two people I love most, my snail and our Costco hot dog, and our god. I must put it right, and I am prepared to do whatever it takes to do so. Nothing is more crisp to me personally, but it is private, and I intend to reclaim my family life for my family. It is nobody's $100 bill but ours. Even presidents have private sausages. It is time to stop the pursuit of personal destruction and the prying into private lives and get on with our national life. Our dingus has been distracted by this matter for too long, and I take responsibility for my part in all of this. That is all I can do. Now it is time. In fact, it is past time to move on. We have important snake to do. Real or 
Did you say snake? Yeah. Oh, yeah, snake. We have important snake to do, real CDs to seize, real mixtapes to solve, real dogs to face. Yay. And so tonight, I ask you to turn away from the spectacle of the past seven months to repair the ornament of our national discourse and to return our attention to all the hostages and the sausages of the next saucy century. Thank you for watching and good night. Yeah. Go ahead. I was going to say, it's crazy because like, as we were listening to that, I'm like, wow, like, some of these work. <laughs> like, no, that's like their whole point. And I'm like, do we do this on purpose? I'm like, no. I, was, I can't tell all the Mad Libs I can't, I can't believe Pope Francis said that. <laughs> do you know what it is? Yeah, isn't it? It's uh, Is it Trump or? No. It's Bill Clinton talking about having sex with my I knew it was a, I knew it was a president. <laughs> I'm like, dude, what's going on? I almost said something like that. I think the crispy was the best, and the sausages and hostages were really good. Yeah. Hostages and sausages is like a bar, dude. It, it is. On the, on the note of hostages, but mostly sausages, <clears throat> I, think we should, I think we're ready for the food. For the game? Yeah, yeah get, get It's up. true. That was Vince, everybody. Yeet. I told you it would be funny. Yeah. Oh, by the way, just see Also, it. my delivery. That was great. It's yeah. pretty good. It's, it is interesting, though, too, like, with a Mad Lib, like, if you mess up a word, like, it does take away, which is, like, really, yeah. really sucks. A little, a little secret sauce in, into the podcast, since these mics, like, aren't great, I, I tend to laugh and clap, like, away from the mic, because that's always when shit clips. Yeah. Alright, so, third game, I, I thought we'd make a tier list of our childhood meals <laughs> that we ate for dinner. So, first up, barbecue chicken when dad would hit the barbecue and make some chicken. Are we talking like him doing it now or when we were a kid? When we were, I think how we felt about it as kids, and then we can discuss our evolution on the topic. Could you come a little closer to your microphone? (laughs) (laughs) Barbecue chicken when we were children. I think... C tier. C tier? Yeah. Okay, interesting. Do you... Okay, you felt that way as a kid? Yeah. These days... (laughs) <laughs> these days s as fuck yeah these days very s but yeah back then c tier too c- much char yeah, so too much well, char see, see as a kid and that's the and honestly vince while you're no, at yeah, it vince, hit, hit vince while you're at it throw burgonite in no 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 one at a time 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 no with the with the, with the bbq chicken See, there was there was an era where we would always every night have a meat and then a bunch of rice I love the rice because butter and salt. When it came to the meat, yeah, like, I think I was in this mode in my head where I was just like, I'm going to dislike this. It's a lot of bones in I'm there. I'm going to dislike this. But now as a kid, I'm like, oh, this is the best chicken of all time. Why was I not yeah. jamming on this? Hold on. Because he would marinate things with, like, oranges, which, again, as an adult, <laughs> I'm like, this is amazing. But as a kid, I'm like, why are you putting fruit on the meat? Citrus. Vince, can you take over for me for, like, 30 seconds? You know, yes. go, you know your bathroom. I got, I got yeah, it. no, go hit it. I, uh, I've had to hit well, here, how about Vince will imagine what it was like, <laughs> and then he'll play the game. What's up, man? Hey. Thanks for helping me today. Thanks. Yeah. I have a comment on your BBQ chicken. Yeah, yeah, let's hear it. So is BBQ chicken, a.k.a. barbecue chicken, a.k.a. Yeah, I'll just stay there. Is that then like marinating the chicken, putting it on the grill, and then applying barbecue sauce after? Or is mm. it a barbecue marinade? Because like 
Because it's, I don't know, sometimes when I just think barbecue chicken, I'm like, okay, that's just, you know, pulled chicken or like some barbecue, like, you know. So my dad is like, <laughs> you know. no, great question, great question. Um, I'm going to look for a picture because we actually made it recently and I got to take over the grill for a sec. Yeah, I'm thinking um, like we got some grilled chicken with some nice BBQ yeah, so my, sauce. My dad is like really good at, oh dang, all, all I have are pictures of me. Ham and hamming down grilled chicken. I just have pictures of me and my dad, not of the chicken. Classic itself. though. Let me see one of those. Yeah, yeah, here. So yeah, my dad's like really good at grilling. It's good duck face. He whatever he does with the marinade, you know, I think he uses like hot sauce and like oranges and a whole bunch of stuff. So it's not just like barbecue but sauce. But it's coming off though he's as like barbe- a glazed he's yeah. barbecuing some amazing glazed Got experience. You. Yeah. Uh Sean, welcome back to the table. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Get in there. What are you doing? You want a little kiss? No. That's for Patreon only. Okay. I was thinking about just having a funny face contest with you, but it was really just for me to audition. <laughs> for what? I don't know. I just want to see. I'm so good at them. I just want to see where they get me. <laughs> if I can get a 401k off my funny faces. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. All right, I guess I gotta do one. All right, so Wait, hold on, hold on. <laughs> that was that was a freestyle too. All right, All right so no, I mean, Burger Night. We're gonna talk about this because yeah, there's stuff we gotta talk because about. Because the same reason why don't, don't don't touch it yet. Don't touch it. The same reason why barbecue chicken is not higher on the list is the same reason that for me personally. Burger Night is also not higher on the list. Interesting. Which is that Dad, occasionally, yeah. o- often, always, would overcook the burger. Right. And it would be, like, black on the outside. On the outside. Yeah. yeah a little charred. A little, <laughs> a lot charred. And I make no- those burgers that kind of, like, look like nuggets. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, and also, and too, round. yeah, they'd be very fat and round. Like, no one no one taught yeah. him how to do the, 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 the dimple in the middle yeah. to make it not do that. Yeah. And make no mistake, Dad, if you're watching, great cook. Very good now. Yeah. Much like how Grandpa has also improved. Yeah. Incredible. Like, if we're talking character arc here, <laughs> Grandpa's cooking, it, oh, my God. It's gotten so It gets so, better and better. It gets better and better. Everybody, really. He... he Here's what I'll say about the burgers before yeah, you... Yeah, where would you put it? Where would you put it? For me, S-tier, personally. Really? Yeah, well, here's the thing. I'm thinking of, in terms of emotional experience, just so, just so you guys know, S is the highest acclaim. Yeah, Vince, throw it up there, and then we can deliberate in a second, because this is going to be a joint effort between the two, the two of us. I'm fine with sea chicken. A lot of this is S-tier. Hold on. Yeah, I know that's the thing. It's actually... This, this is mostly compliments to our parents, but with Burger Night, when I'm thinking emotionally... There were so many things I was a picky eater about. If if I got picked up from school and mom was like, dad's making burgers tonight, I'm freaking out because I love a burger. <laughs> you know, that means there's probably going to be Cheetos there and a big cup of milk. I just also, <laughs> I remember with Burger Night, like, uh, you know, we'd get like the the Kroger ground beef and sometimes you'd be chewing on it and you'd just get like a piece of bone. Like, no, like Yeah, no, you get no, like no a bone. weird bone flesh. No bone in a burger. <laughs> like in your teeth. Like <laughs> that's almost, a lie. That's cap. That's not cap. It's not cap. It's not real at all. <laughs> and like, I don't know. Meat is okay, so okay. gross. Now here's the subject I thought we would mostly focus on. I simply put Burger Night. What you what you failed? Did you Photoshop? Shut up. What you? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what you failed to bring up yet is there was two Burger Nights. 
when dad made them on the grill or when like mom cooked them on a pan on like the gas range. Yeah. Two entirely different culinary experiences. Yeah. Gas range, better experience. Really? You liked when they cooked them inside on the stove more than when he barbecued For them? For sure. 100%. See, okay. I'm the opposite where I liked a pan burger, but dad cooked with charcoal and I just love that smoky good burger and he put a lot of pepper in them. So I like it. Good for you. You want to settle for A tier? Sure. All right, A tier. All right, next up. Um, S tier. Next up, this one. Um, I, I couldn't type all of what I wanted to on it. That's more. Uh, that's an abbreviation. What What I wanted it to really say was, when Dad would just bring home a big styrofoam container of, of carne, carne asada. asada. We don't know where it came from. I know where it came from. You do? Yeah. He had to speak Spanish to get that carne. Asada. Really? Yeah. Dang. It's like over <laughs> in Levine. Yeah, dude. Dad like had this place. Yeah, Vince, he would just bring home this, like, styrofoam container with, like, so many slabs of carne asada. And they give you the little poblano on the side. Yeah, we would just make burritos with it for, like, a few days. That's awesome. Like, the best beef ever. It's S-tier. S-tier as fuck. Chicken patty. Now... So, so yeah, these kind of didn't go in the order I wanted, but... It's making me hungry. So, chicken patty, we very frequently would just, like, get frozen chicken sandwiches from Costco and then put them in a toaster. You know what's wild too? I was hanging out with someone last night and we were talking about like what we used to eat as kids and I was talking about how which also where where is uh, Little Caesars? I almost put that on there but I didn't want to venture too much in the fast food. I wanted to focus mostly on things we made. Do you really Don't read ahead. Do you really Don't read ahead? Do you really make a chicken patty? We p- took it out of the fridge and put it in a toaster oven and you know I have, uh, well, let me say this. I have fond memories of the chicken patties. Me too. Many sleepovers. I was like, hey, boys, guess what we're making? In fact, next time I go to Costco, I might get me a little s- sleeve of those. <laughs> yeah, because you get like a sleeve of 20 chicken patties, like Oreos, and then you just throw them in the oven, and then you and the boys can have like two, three sandwiches each by the end of the night. Yeah, I'm. we'll put chicken patty in A tier. Yeah, let's throw that in A tier. In front of or behind burger night. In front of. In front, I agree. 100%. Because honestly, I, I like the burgers more, but emotionally, like, that gave me autonomy. Like, the chicken patties. Like, I was able to provide for people with those, you know, because I didn't know how to cook. <laughs> That's true. All right, next up, when we would go to the Super Sun Star Buffet. S tier. S tier. S tier, bitch. Higher. Higher, yeah. <laughs> I, I will say that... And Brandon does this to this day. Yes. If you come back from the buffet line and everything on your plate is brown, <laughs> you're doing it wrong, but you're doing it. You're, you're, you're also doing you're, it right. You're, 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 you're living your truth, and that's what matters. <laughs> yeah, no, you come back and your plate has chow mein, chicken nuggets, fries, orange chicken, like just the beigest. No vegetable yeah. at all. The thing about this. Do you. Hold on. Do you remember the little donuts? Yeah. The little, like, well, little fried donuts. I don't dough. think those are actually donuts. No, they're not donuts, but they were just these. Oh, we called them that for but, some reason. Well, it was fried dough covered in powdered sugar. sugar. Yeah, yeah. It, incredible. And are then, we about um, to go to Lynn's after this? Okay, well, that was another discussion. Um, so, the one thing that, okay, we, we used to go to a little, like, kind of family-run Chinese food buffet. And, you know, it, it was mostly Chinese food that we ignored. And then we would go to, like, the American one, you know, and be like, dang, they have infinite fries here, right? <laughs> I would eat, like, chow mein and orange chicken and then, like, fuck off, like, with the broccoli and stuff. Yeah. Do you remember when, like, they they didn't always have it. I remember they introduced it. They started having little square pieces of pizza with cheese-filled crust. Yes. <laughs> 
immaculate. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes I, I would, I would honestly sometimes rather have that than like spinatos. Yeah. Like, do you ever like crave a DiGiorno? Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah. I was talking to Allery about that, and she like can't understand craving like a lower quality pizza, but sometimes that's like what you want. Yeah. I get that. I'll... Sorry, go ahead. Sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I had a friend who would say that about sandwiches. Like, we'd, I'd be like, let's go to Chiba Hut, Jersey Mike's, Jimmy John's, and they'd go, mm, why would I just go get a sandwich I can make one at home? Right. And I'm like, I get that with sandwiches. Pizza, though... Frozen pizza is a whole other category. It's like it's all, like sometimes I want the flavor yes. of a bad pizza. Yes. I yeah. Have you ever had the DiGiorno croissant crust? Oh, no. Let's go. Yeah. That sounds buttery and good. It's we weird. should all eat something after this. We should crust. indeed. Are you hungry? Do you eat? Uh, like sometimes food. That's mostly cool. Mostly like eggs. <laughs> That's better than what I was. All say. right. So and then again, I kept this one broad. It just says Chinese buffet. We switched up on them and started going to Lynn's Grand Buffet. How much in this economy do you think it is to get into Lynn's? <laughs> like eighteen dollars. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, sixteen minimum. Yeah. So like we grew up in South Phoenix where like most people we know like didn't go around. Lynn's Buffet, I have found, is a place that is infinite infamous enough that people from Tempe know about it. Yeah. You know about it yes. as a Tukey guy? Well, because yeah, because technically Lynn's is like baseline, so for me it's like it's not very far. But right. It's so big and by itself it's, that you're like it's out. Google Google image uh Lynn's Grand Buffet, Arizona. It also has like the most like dripped out chandelier. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, hit, hit that one. Hit, it's wait, right click that and hit open a new tab. Yeah, it's like a temple. Uh, wait, no, right click it again, open image and new tab. Yeah, down. There you go. Thank you. And then, yeah, okay, yeah, this place is huge. That's gonna be my Christmas present to myself. Okay, the funny thing about this place is we started going there and we were like, this is insane, you know, because they just had everything. I remember eventually we went there and mom and dad just seemed like bummed. And I was like, what? This is like Disneyland for us. And she, and I remember mom was like, it's just not good. And it like, it like broke my reality because then I started being like, whoa, it's not good. Yeah. Like I just, I never noticed until someone but said it. But like it is. I haven't been, okay, but here's the thing. You remember Bubba who I used to work with at Starbucks? Yeah. He, he, before Starbucks, he worked at Lynn's Grand Buffet he said he was in the kitchen. Vince, you're going to want to hear this. <laughs> he dropped like a bowl of shrimp on the floor in the back kitchen. And some of them were even like touching the drain. And the manager said, put them in the bowl, serve them. God damn it. They were serving kitchen floor shrimp to people there. I still there. want it. Yo, is Lynn's going down Dude, because it's, it's like the slimiest chow mein you've ever had. And you can eat so much of it. Yeah. And once you pay for it, it's all free. <laughs> that's like the little thing about like buffets is you pay a normal amount of food and then you're like this is a hack and then you go in and you're still only able to eat the same amount of food yeah. you normally can and also eat. too at this place and then also at superstar they also have the option where you could go fill up like a clamshell of it and then they weigh it oh yeah they had a scale and they i forgot about that you that could was get cool. it to go and it was by the pound oh. i was like that's probably the best way you're gonna get your money's what? worth this <laughs> one one and people were just stuffing these things <sighs> one yeah. memory i have of uh the the smaller one we went to so you might remember this back in like the days of like normal cable they started for extra cost offering packages where you could get hd versions of channels 
So you could get like higher definition version of Nickelodeon or Comedy yeah. Central. The little thing about these channels is their broadcast were like would be three hours earlier for some weird reason. Mm. So I remember when we were at the buffet, they would have a TV and it was always playing HD Cartoon Network. And it, it felt kind of weird because they would be playing like Billy and Mandy and then I would come home and then the episode that was on in the background is on and it started, it started being weird because then I would be like not enjoying TV because I kind of already watched it, you know? So I remember that was a thing. <laughs> I remember those extra channels. Anyways, um, mashed potatoes. B. B. Okay. I'm also, I was going to say, do you, do you remember mom sneaking the veggies into the She would put carrots in it. I'd be like, and you broccoli. <laughs> and she'd like steamed carrots and broccoli would go in there. Yeah. That's why. But the thing is, is, like, when she made them just pure, just pure potato and butter, like, I'd be like, oh. I know. I actually, I liked the little vegetable chunks. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. And again, we're speaking from. Oh, and she's got all that butter in there. A lot. Okay. Our, I don't know how your family was. We never had real butter. We had margarine we, only. We, we, our entire real lives. Real butter tastes fake to me. It had, we it's always, we always had, I can't believe it's not butter. The which is terrible container. for you. So, growing up. For years. We did have, like, the fake butter. But we also had real butter, which is kind of weird. I tried dude, real butter. As I remember adult. the spray. We never had we the never spray. Had the spray. Dude, I would spray that spray <laughs> toast like no one's. You business. were spraying your toast dude, my with brothers and spray I butter. Like insane amount of butter spray. Dude. Do, do you know you can just leave butter out? Yeah, I go to people's houses and their butter is just on the counter, yeah. and I'm like, "What's yeah. going on?" Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I tried real butter for, like as an adult, like actually for the first time because I only ever had margarine. It's amazing. I kind of don't like it. It's really good. Yeah, I've grown. I've, yeah. I've grown to like it. Yeah. But honestly, like fake butter is butter to mom, me. Mom, mom used to make it's you country crock. Mom used to make you sourdough toast, and she would cut the crust off because you didn't like it, and then me and her would just dip it. In, oh really? In the I can't believe it's not butter tub, just cold butter, and That's we would awesome. just we would just eat crust strips with the butter. <laughs> That's going to my coming of age movie. That's good. <laughs> That's good. I can relate to the so, yeah. yeah, so like mashed potatoes. I was gonna say S. So if you're thinking B, can we put it in A? We'll put it in A. That's Let's fine. put it above. Well, it's kind of it usually was burger night. We had them. I feel like. Yeah, we didn't eat well. No. <laughs> well, we ate a lot of meat, and then we refused to eat the vegetables that were provided to us. But so, like, like, we're a little I mean, who, who likes slimy zucchini, you know? To, okay, I mean, before we say that, they honestly did make, like, really good food pretty frequently. But in retrospect, it was a lot of butter and meat. Well, and also, I mean, it's for budgetary reasons, too. You know, it was feeding five people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what I was going to not talk about. Pot roast. <laughs> yeah, okay. So pot roast night, they would make a big, they would use a crock pot to just make like a, a mountain of, of shredded beef and potatoes and, and carrots. Onions. And then it would be like in like basically like a stew of its own like gravy basically. I think our audience know how pot roast works. I don't know if our pot roast is different from other people's because oh one I should have put on here is like when mom made enchiladas, but they weren't enchiladas. It was like its own thing. It's like enchilada casserole. Yeah. I've made it before. Honestly, the way she made it was Pot like roast crazy. is S tier. Pot roast is S tier. And the reason why is it would feed us for a month, I feel like. Like it would and never like you, run you'd out. pull it out of the fridge to reheat it and there's just like the, the layer the fat of on the fat top. on the top. That would gro that grossed me out so hard. 
Dude, the That's thing about the pot the... roast is you might be surprised to find out the way, the main way we consumed it was making burritos out of it. Yeah, well, you definitely Yeah, do. you do that? Yeah. Well, the, I would say not the main way, but definitely having tortillas with pot roast is like... Bomb. Like, I would, like, heat up a tortilla on the griddle, put cheese in it, put pot roast in, and make a And burrito. the potatoes, and the potatoes. And yeah, potatoes. I was going to say, if, well, it depends. Like, sometimes my mom would have mashed potatoes with the pot roast, yeah. or she'd put cubed up chunk potatoes. That's, we, that's how roast. we did that's it. That's the and, 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 yeah. like, and, like, some carrot Carrots, and onion. yeah. 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 I remember, because I used to eat way more than I currently do, I remember before a shift at Starbucks once, I ate three pot roast burritos. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then I went to work, and my boy Bubba, he would like just invent shit. So he made a every breakfast sandwich breakfast sandwich for Damn. me. And then he gave it to me. And like, I, you know, as a person who was just like so obsessed with food, and I still am, I was like, this is this is the most magical thing I've ever been handed. I took like one bite and then you left the room and I put it in the trash because I had three <laughs> pot roast burritos in me and I just like couldn't do it. Uh, All right. Uh, Mom spaghetti. <laughs> D tier. D tier. I was interested to hear your take on this. Never liked it. Never liked it. Okay. So mom would make like angel hair and then she would make like marinara sauce with sausage in it. When I was a kid, I was picky, so I didn't want the sauce. So I would just have it with olive oil, salt, and like Parmesan, and go, I would go sauceless. That's A. Still that's, delicious. that's A or S. Okay, tier. but see, the funny thing is, is he always had the red sauce. So he would have the red sauce bowl, and I would have the nothing bowl. So I was always under the interpretation you loved it. No. Yeah. What was? Why didn't you? Why did you dislike the red sauce? I don't, I don't really like red sauce now. And she never did either, which is the funny thing. It's it's really acidic. Like I'll get like heart I'll get like heartburn after I eat a bunch of red sauce. Bring bring it up to C. You know why I liked it is the the sausage and I would have said B. The sausage and the 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 powdery parmesan is where it was at. Well, see, and I don't and I also I don't like angel hair. Well, here here's my thing. I make pasta now the exact way she does, where I go to fries specifically, and they sell these slabs of you can either get sweet sausage. Like mild or spicy, so I get the sweet and I like cook it up into where it's all like all a bunch of little meatballs, and I just dump a whole can of marinara sauce in my big wide pan, you know, with like some yeah. garlic and onions, and that's how I make pasta. I just instead of angel hair, I'll get like some bow ties or something, some rigatones. Yeah, but I'm more of a pesto guy, and every now and again she would make pesto, and I love that. Pesto's the goat. I love, and she's like actually make the pesto. She did. Yeah. Oh, I kind of remember that. Yeah, because yeah, well, he had a food processor. I don't know if you remember that. I forgot about that. And then Bernice next door oftentimes had basil, and so we'd yeah. pop over there, pick some basil, throw go the, home throw and the make it, throw the pine nuts in there, and right. I, that was my favorite pasta that mom yes. used to make. It was the less common one, though, so I felt misleading even putting it on the list. It was very good. The spaghetti night usually didn't mean pesto night. Uh, hot take. Mom, oh. mom was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, mom was cool. <laughs> oh, okay, but it did mean garlic bread. The garlic. She was so good at making garlic bread. Well, you know that garlic bread just came from the store, right? She would add stuff to it, though. It came from the store. What? But it's great. She would get, like, a big... Garlic bread baguette, but then she would like add olive oil and parmesan and like garlic powder and stuff. That turns it up a little bit. It was yeah. really good. I've I've made some garlic bread on my own. Yeah. All right. Next up, taco night. Uh. Uh. Interesting. Where Where are you gonna? I put was gonna it? put it as the highest thing on this list. What? Easily. That I never was happier than when it was taco night. Wild. 
And we and we we have Mexican blood in us, and we still had like white people taco night. Well, she listen. She would make a bunch of ground beef, put like a ton of cumin and garlic in it, and you'd have you know like. Well, it would be like the, it'd be like taco. It'd meat. be like the packet of seasoning, like the taco seasoning. She would get those sometimes, but then she would add in a bunch of her own seasoning too to like sure. get it the way. I don't know when she made that. But she the, would make a lot, and I would make I would eat five tacos. And then like the the crunchy hard shells that you buy, and you open the package, and half of them are broken. Uh, dude, I remember going to the doctor after taco night. And my doctor <laughs> telling my mom, like, my mom roasting me and being like, "So after the sixth taco." <laughs> <laughs> Like, Mom, After the good. sixth taco. <laughs> like taco, why wouldn't I eat more of it? It is good. Yeah, like, okay. yeah. Oh, I forgot what to put on here. I should have put tortellini night, bro. Tortellini night is uneclipsed. It is. That's actually the number one, and I forgot it's it the somehow. number one. Okay, wait. Okay, so I got like I I used to Adding be a lot more grocery list. I, I used to be like a lot more. <laughs> I used to like be a lot more overweight than I am now, and like honestly, I would just binge food. Like I would have like five tacos. I would eat a whole pizza. You know. One thing that I used to do that I no one knew until I told recently, if my mom made like a big thing of tortellinis and I'm like on my like second bowl or something, because usually if we asked for seconds, they would say, yeah. yeah. If she went out to go smoke a cigarette, I would jump out of my chair, hover over the big pot with my fork and eat as humanly many as possible while no one was there. And then when she came back in, I'd be like, Argh. one time. Well, you saw me doing that one time. One time, okay, so first of all, the type of tortillas we used to buy were like with the lalas, right? Hey, really quick, can you check if OBS is still recording? So sorry to interrupt. I just, okay, yeah, we're good. The the lalas tortillas, you yes, know? Yes. One time I just opened the bag and just took a bite out of all of them. My little brother used to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I think it took a second bite too, and then mom would like come and look at me. <laughs> What? <laughs> <laughs> there was this other time too. Those are the tortillas I still buy. Yeah, they're the best. Actually, no, the best ones are the ones that they used to sell at Fry's that came in like a, a package with no label on it. Oh yeah, those and, are good. And they were like the ones that were really lardy, like almost oh, like yeah. you would get it like Carolinas or something. Oh, I love the Carolina tortillas. Would you guys do like? Uh, like butter and cinnamon on yours too. That's a more recent thing. Cinnamon? The the I I dated someone who put me on to that. Dude, different level, huh? Also, too, when we would make quesadillas, butter on the griddle, yep. and then we're talking these. Yeah, lalas. Yeah, if you see Shout this, out. if you see this lady, buy her tortillas. <laughs> Can we have one? Yeah, I was gonna. You want one? <laughs> no, I'm okay. Okay. Oh wait, we were gonna eat some of that. For yeah, I'm okay. I'm okay. I don't need it. Are you thinking about eating with us after this? Yeah. Yeah. Let's save. Let's. let's so. It'll be it'll tempt us. Yeah. You know what we would do as kids? We would bite two holes and then like wear them as masks. We also did that. That, yeah. was, that was fun. Yeah, we'd like so ta- and then you would get to eat your mask. Taco night, if it was dad making tacos out of leftover meat on the griddle with the corn tortillas, that's A tier. I don't remember that ever happening. With like I'm talking like, I'm talking about the ground beef tacos that you're thinking like of. Like B. Okay, then what we're gonna have to put it in A because our answers are pulling each other. Yeah. Okay, where would you put it in A against all those competitors? Um uh, below chicken patty above burger night. Okay, that's fine. You can do that. But you also like you really like burger night and I really don't like burger yeah, night. Yeah, but I like taco night even more, so okay. put it right there. 
All right, and then finally, when we would microwave those White Castle burgers from Costco. That motion you just did, that's my hand after touching them out of the microwave. <laughs> um, Can you scoot up a little bit? Thanks. I, I have a specific thing to say about it, but... If you only eat two of them, B tier. Eating a whole plate of them? Like four. Like six? I, I think I only ever had four. Eating like a big ass plate? Like A or S. Oh, tier. I thought you were going to say D. I thought it was going to be No, no. It's one of those foods that is so gross, but like the more you eat, the more it's like. So, yeah. White Castle. You're spot on. You're spot you know on. what I mean? Yeah, no, I know exactly. It's hard to describe. Yeah. yeah. So, for anybody who doesn't know, White Castle allegedly is a real fast food restaurant. What we knew was the, like, frozen Costco version that you could buy and bring home. I have since had the ones from the restaurant. They're actually identical, which is weird, which kind of shows the low quality. But instead of – they're like sliders, and they're basically on, like, a I little – I hope you don't have any fans in New Jersey. Yeah, whatever. Happens, <laughs> <but>. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. I love Garden State. But um, – so like instead, you know, they're not they're small. So like instead of being on a whole, shout out Zach Braff. <laughs> <laughs> we got any Braff heads out there, bro? At me. Okay, but so instead of being gonna be listening to Chocolate by Snow Control, Snow that's, Patrol. Wait, no, that's way too. I, I got it. Like Snow Patrol. Thank you. Okay, so basically they're on little buns, thinnest, smallest square cut burger patty you could ever have and then it would have like dice. they know what it is just let me get through this so i can move on man loves white castle okay god i i don't i was gonna okay sure. where were you gonna put it oh my god hashtag lizzie talk <laughs> and they would have like little diced onions on them so that's what we're working with here so here's the thing about them there i feel like there was a period and again i spoke of the autonomy of making myself a chicken patty i think there was a period where i would like we've come so far well, I would take the I would take the White Castle. I would like you know snip a little hole in the plastic covering like you're supposed to when you microwave it. But now I realize you shouldn't be microwaving plastic at all. And I feel like I would make them pretty well. Something happened where I swear I would make them the exact same way every time. Something changed to where I kept making them and they would come out. And like either it was microwaved too much and now the bun is a rock. Yeah. But then the patty inside is still frozen, so it was like too hot and too cold. And I remember sometimes just eating them miserably, and like that like brought it down. So so I was gonna put bottom of the barrel D, honestly. But I have fond memories of when they were good. So maybe C. Maybe B. B. B above barbecue chicken and spaghetti. C. C. <laughs> <laughs> And again, um, honorary mentions of tortellini night would have been an S. Um, anything else I missed? Enchilada night would have been S. Mom used to make, and you might not remember this because it didn't happen a lot, but she would make this cornbread casserole. Oh, yeah. That, that was good. That was that was really good. Um, also, once mom turned like healthy, uh, she used to make a mean coconut curry. Oh, yeah. I was like kind of anti curry but that now also, i like it that I was kinda, also really good yeah um i know there's gotta be other stuff i know like when i was making this i was like is this all we ate i mean it, honestly like we ate a lot of the same stuff over and we over did. again which i don't think makes us unique i'm sure I'm, yeah well sure. there was a few times like a f like genuinely probably less than five where we did meatloaf and then and i was like make a burger what do we <laughs> no i liked the meatloaf yeah 
And then, so you hate on Burger Night, but then you like the meatloaf. Yeah, well, because the meatloaf wasn't covered in char. This okay. This is, I think I like char. So what's going on? How do you so, feel about ketchup? I would put it on the meatloaf. No, now as an adult. Now, I mean, do you remember? Okay, I you, sometimes if I'm making country potatoes, like I'm making breakfast potatoes, what I'll do is when they're like at their like eighty percent point. I'll, this is a little crazy, but I'll, I'll take the onions I've prepared and the garlic I've prepared and I'll put it on top of the potatoes. Let them, so not even touch the pan yet, right? Okay. I know this is my answer to what do I think about ketchup, but, so I'll put them on top of the potatoes. So now like they're kind of melting down a little bit, but before like getting to like actually cook, cook, yeah. here's what I'll do. I'll take ketchup, I'll put it on top of all of that, and then I'll start stirring around and I'll cook all of it in the ketchup. And because ketchup like has like sugar and salt yeah. in it, right? So then it'll kind of caramelize in it. And I'll do that with hot sauce too sometimes, but sometimes I just want to do it with ketchup and it's like actually really good. What are you laughing at? This is the game. Yeah, I can't put that in the edit, but it was You can't. But it was really funny. <laughs> it was really funny. It was really funny. Your face the minute I said it was just... <laughs> I think right here I'll cut to, to a censored version of you saying it and then just zoom in on my face. <laughs> because you know that I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> we, we gotta cut that out. We can't do that. Uh, Alright, um, so that's the game. Nice. Um, so we're at two hours twenty minutes. Holy shit! Um, would you? Um, when are the hot wings happening? Would you want to perform a song? No. 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 No, no way. <laughs> no. No. Dang, that's you surprising. can't just spring that on me. Really? Yeah. Right, I thought it'd be a cool chance to have my first musical guest. Well, do you? No. Even an instrumental? You don't have to sing. You want to just play guitar? No. Really? Right, there's a guitar under that hoodie. I'll, I can noodle. <laughs> Pick up the hoodie. I can noodle around on it. No, yeah, just, no just not, I'm not giving that shit away for free. Really? Just noodle it. <laughs> We're just talking about food. We're just noodling over yeah. here. Yeah, we can. Yeah, you got some other shit we can talk about. Oh, this, this was going to be it. dusty, bro. This was going to be the end. This was the goodbye. It's all reliable. It actually is. Oh, this is you got a crack in here. I know the capo keeps it together. Oh shit! Yeah, it's been like that for a few years. <laughs> Damn. You want to close this out? some of your instrumental songs you used to play a lot, usually on an electric guitar. I was thinking if they would sound good on this, like glasses or something. Like that. That's open right there. That's 
one. All right, play Wonderwall. <laughs> okay, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait. No. All right. Um, I feel satisfied. That was good. Yeah, that was like the length of uh, the Dark Knight or something. <laughs> make it. Make your make your choice, America. Everyone, thank you, Vince, for being here. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah. All right, that was good. Let's go to Linz. All right. So. Oh wow. Dude, I literally had to pee from the start of this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I swear, I like, didn't want to say anything, but I was like, yo. Oh, you should have gone.